Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hello, this is Dougie Donnelly. Super Scoreboard was a phenomenon. I thought he looked cumbersome. I thought his bone control left a lot to be desired. And it immediately became required listening on our Saturday. The biggest part was played by Jimmy Sanderson. I'm not controversial. I keep telling Jock Wallace I'm small and pleasant. Five foot six, always immaculately dressed. He says two other words. He was the funniest little man. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. For 50 years, Clyde won Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are in the studio We are digesting Celtic 2, Rangers 1 It was quite the afternoon and the open line is already here Of course when it's an early kickoff like that We do try and open the phone lines a bit early We can't do wall-to-wall calls from now until 6 o'clock Because there are other games going on But we certainly will give it a go And then at 5 o'clock it's foot to the floor with your phone calls But give us your thoughts right now please 01419511025 What did you make of the game at Celtic Park And everything that that question entails We'll hear from the manager soon as well Before we do go on to the calls What about the 3 o'clock games What stands out for you? Obviously Motherwell um, You know 15 without a win Versus Livingston 11 without a win I saw the highlights of Livingston's game With St Johnston midweek And I thought Livingston were Awful And they cannot buy a goal And it's plain to see why I could play up front for Livingston Before some of the guys who do Wow, that's a big shout Mm. But If Motherwell don't beat them today I think Stuart Kettlewell Had better be careful Because Now The excuses stop He's come up with every form of Explanation Why they've gone 15 games Without winning any of them But today He is without an excuse Home advantage Playing the bottom team Bottom team who can't score There is no excuse for Motherwell today And the manager's job is on the line If he fails to win that match The ball is in Xander Clark's net But it's offside For Ross County Yes um, You know Hearts have obviously gone into that game A home Full house at Tynecastle You know Still in a massive high after the Edinburgh Derby To score in the way that the the manner they scored with Shanklin the last couple of minutes to win it so you would fancy them strongly at home I I totally agree with Hugh in the Motherwell situation I think that the manager must be standing there thinking if I don't get three points I think this is the last game in charge I'll have but you look at the other games Kilmarnock banging for them Dundee are a decent side they're a decent side they'll go there obviously the old partnership there with Tony Dock and and Derek McInnes Mm. but um, that'll be a good battle and Aberdeen St Mirren St Mirren badly need a win as well look if you just say to them coming up just before the end of the year you'll be sitting in fifth would they have taken it? certainly would have but because of the start that they had the form they were in they've taken such a dip now they're in uh, that situation where they could fall out the top six very quickly I think that one's a big one for Barry Robson I know we keep saying that every passing week but they've highlighted it jury's still out St Mirren win that they go 10 points clear of Aberdeen and Aberdeen obviously aspirations are finishing all in the top six but as as close to Celtic and Rangers as possible give them a lot of work to do if they don't win that so a big afternoon in Kelly going great can they keep going and you know push hearts all the way for that third place also what a great crowd they took with them I, I know we had yeah. the gentleman locked in the toilet in the bus and all the rest of it but they took an amazing support to Paisley in midweek and uh, Derek McInnes is now just beginning to make a real impact on that club 
And Motherwell had a chance in 10 seconds But it was a bit of a miss hit from Theo Bear Deflected off Michael Nottingham And wide Mark is on the line We're going to speak to him in just a second Keep your thoughts coming on the game at Celtic Park It's an extremely busy uh, show so far Let's quickly do this Hugh Keevan okay. So we can take some calls The first half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online We've just had a memorable Old Firm game This is an Old Firm question Can you name the last six Old Firm players to receive two or more red cards in one season in all competitions. Can you name the last half dozen Old Firm players to receive two or more red cards in one season in all competitions? Good question. At Clyde SSB, give us a tweet with all the correct answers on it. Do it quicker than everyone else and you're the winner. It is that simple. Mark is a Celtic fan on the line. How do you look back on today's game, Mark? Good afternoon, guys. Hope everybody's well. Thank you. Good. Um, yeah, I'm I'm delighted to be honest. Um, I'm just on my way home for the game today. Uh, it was one of the games today that I, before the game started, I didn't really know how we were going to turn up. But the Celtic have been playing well in starts, but also in poor in other games. So um, I was just delighted with the, the, the three points. You know, to, to actually go two 0 up, I was I, I was quite shocked. But I thought I thought Celtic's main players were outstanding today. I thought Callum McGregor was absolutely outstanding. Um, I've also got to put a wee mention to Bernardo, who was superb in the big centre-half who came off the bench to where I was sitting looked solid or solid enough, so I was, yeah, delighted. That's the story of the day, really. All manner of things went on that uh, you were not expecting. And Mark's honest enough to admit that pre-kick-off, he wasn't even sure if his team would win. Two defeats in the last five mm. games at kick-off Celtic, but... Bernardo scores at Dundee And then scores again today And for me Boxing day into today Bernardo has suddenly become an item He's suddenly become somebody That you might think about keeping He's out there on loan And up until boxing day I would have said Nah Celtic will let him go back But he did the job Got the goal Kyogo Scored his best goal Since his last goal Against Rangers and after weeks of fans saying the Brendan Rodgers system doesn't suit him, he looks a pale imitation of the player. That one kick of the ball was enough to lift all of Celtic Park. Yes, they were spooked by James Tavernier's goal, but good things happened to Celtic that they haven't been showing for weeks. Uh, th- Jim Duffy was there watching in person. What was good about Celtic, Jim? Yeah, I, I think that, um, you know, as, as Hugh was saying there, Bernardo, I mean, if you think about the, the, the fact that he scored a fantastic goal from a set play, which I, I'm not 100% sure, I've obviously seen it the once, but it looked as if he was in the crowd and then he came out, so I don't know if that's something that Celtic have worked on, but if they have, it worked very well, and his execution and his finish was uh, outstanding. But he also had two other, you know, fantastic efforts where he pro- probably should have scored on the header, just past the post, and another shot from the edge of the box. So he was the kind of, the, the more advanced one where we normally see Matt Array doing it, but Matt Riley actually, you know, kind of held his position a little bit there, there. and also in the second half, looking at from the stand, Gordon, I felt Kyogo was coming shorter, whereas he normally plays right on the shoulder, but Rangers were sitting quite deep, uh, other than that one uh, chance that Kyogo had uh, very early on in the game. 
and but Rangers were sitting a bit deeper for, and I don't know whether whether it was instruction from Brendan Rodgers and who it was, it was very good, or whether it was just Kyogre himself thinking, listen, I'm not getting balls in behind today, so what I'll do is I'll come five, ten yards short, and that that's where they get the goal from. It was a couple of great pieces of play from Moroski initially, uh, and then Matt O'Reilly, a wrapped in ball, but Kyogre takes that touch, as, as you said in the studio, most people are thinking, show Monty's left foot, but it's a fantastic finish, but it was a fact is, he dropped off, and he, he, he continued to do that until he, he was substituted, uh, and Rangers weren't quite sure, none of the centre-backs were comfortable going out um, with him, so there was there was wee tweaks, I don't know if that was from, from Brendan Rodgers or not, if he did, he deserves a, a lot of credit for it, because that's his assessment, but uh, overall, um, as, as, as the guys have said, Celtic had more match winners and were more clinical. Rangers had plenty of chances in the first half, particularly the one where Dessers goes through. Joe Hart had a couple of great saves. In the second half, other than the, the James Tavernier free kick, um, they didn't really have any other chances. Uh, Mark, on the line, how nervous was it at the end? Um, I was, yeah, I was a bit nervous, but I, I, Celtic were the, I'm going to be honest with you, Celtic were the masters of, almost the masters of their own downfall, you know, um, Louis Palmer didn't have the greatest game today, but he never let Tavernier down that line once. And as soon as he brought Mikey Johnston on, I think he got a bit, well, in fact, you've seen it, I don't know if you've seen it on the telly, but Greg Taylor was berating him because Tavernier just got to run all the time. And, and let's be honest, Tavernier is Rangers' biggest set the whole time. Rangers kind of play for the set pieces or a free kick, and he takes everything, you know. And he scored a great goal, there's no doubt about it. But I think Celtic were the masters of their own downfall a wee bit in the last 10 minutes, but we held on enough, well, not so much held on, but. I thought I thought they des- they were good for the three points today. Can I just say one more thing? I know you're very busy. Of course, that's all right. Um, you know, I, I listen to you guys every day, and I'm on it, and I'm on it every now and again. Um, and Hearts played Tibbs the other night there, and friend of the show, apparently, uh, Mr. Boyd came out and said, Lon Shankland scores great goals, and he is. He scores some fantastic goals. A good striker for Hearts. He says Kyogo would never score a goal. At well, I love it because you must, Hugh Keevans must feel great now because he normally gets pie in his face. Celtic play, but Big Boy, he must be absolutely devastated because he's said some one thing and Celtic have went and proved him wrong. Yeah, I wonder if Kyogo heard it. I wonder if he took it personally. Um, <laughs> but we've actually seen the goal back again, Gordon. Mm. And everything Kyogo does, I mean, it's obviously a great finish, but it feels like his movement is the stem of everything because he just very quickly looks like he is going to run in behind. Connor Goldson knows mm-hmm. how sharp he is So Connor Goldson starts to panic Starts to backpedal Starts to try and go with him But as quick as a flash As Jim says Kyogo doesn't go in behind Drops back into that space And before you know it The ball's in the top corner His first uh, movement's kill Goldson uh, You're right Gordon He goes forward See for any young kid watching that Try to uh, you know Teach yourself football Especially if you're a centre forward It's absolutely brilliant He goes to go forward Goldson backs off he comes in, gives his cell a space. What a finish. Goal flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. First goal of the three o'clock games goes to St. Mirren. Aberdeen nil, St. Mirren won. And it's a man who has been brilliant for St. Mirren. He's probably dropped off and has had a little bit of criticism, but Mark O'Hara drives the ball into the net. The Don's defence couldn't clear after Mandron's shot was blocked. And Aberdeen trail at home to St. Mirren by a Mark O'Hara goal. 2-0 Well Barry Robson's another man who's got to stop talking about we can claim the league and we can do this and we can do that He's, he cannot afford to lose that game at home to a struggling St Mirren let's be honest 
They're very few victories of late And Barry Robson is another one You've got to look out for his own back Just to, just to clarify I'll go first I'll take St Mirren Kilmarnock Marlow I've not got time for your ACA today uh, I must admit Mark how important a win do you think that is Or is there still plenty twists and turns is, Oh is that for me? Yes Oh yeah um, I think it's a massive I think it's a hugely important game If I'm going to be honest with you And um, Especially in the title race, there's a long way to go. You know, Celtic will drop points probably, and Rangers will drop points. But I think it was important that we won this game today to take a wee bit of the, the you know, the media and, and everybody else as we should do. You know, they've been Rangers have won the first trophy and they've been playing well, so it takes a wee bit of sting to them a wee bit. And I, I think Celtic will play better than that. You know, in fact, I know Celtic can, can play and will play better than that. And hopefully, the January transfer window, we bring two or three players in, it can make that difference as well. And then, we, and then we'll see what happens at the end of the season. But I'm. I'm delighted <laughs> I can tell Thank you very much to Mark On the line 01419511025 The lines are open early As they often are When we have a big game And an early kick off But we have other Games that need our attention as well And that is a big goal For St Mirren They're on a bit of a sticky run They've had a great start to the season Looked like it had been tailing off That's a good start Under those circumstances Under any circumstances Mark O'Hara With the goal Early on in that one Still goalless Hearts Ross County Tagawa's just pulled a chance wide Killy Dundee As well And of course Motherwell Against Livingston A huge game Tense at the bottom Motherwell have had the better of the chances Early on But no breakthrough in that one Well Motherwell Have only three points Fewer than Aberdeen And that's why you know, We speak about Stuart Kettlewell And where his job lies Barry Robson's only three points better off than Stuart Kettlewell. So that is not a good scoreline at the moment at Petaudry. It had better not be the result. Yeah, couple, oh, we do have a goal at Fir Park. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. And it is Blair Spittle who opens the scoring for the home side. How big a goal could that turn out to be? Poked the ball home from 12 yards. Mullerwell had started the brighter in front of goal. They're in desperate need of a win. And it's first blood to the steel men. Blair Spittle with it. That's what you're looking for. I think Spittle's been a, you know, a, a, a find this season, especially. I think he's he stood up when it's they've been under pressure. I think he's a very good player. He can get you a goal. Motherwell needed that, especially at home with a home crowd. Now they'll get behind the players. Um, as Hugh touched on earlier, it's a massive, massive game for a manager and the club because you want to start climbing that table. If you do lose a day, all of a sudden, you know, you give Livingston that bit of confidence to, to catch you. So, great start for Motherwell. I think that the fact that he's played, and I know it's not worked before, he's put a lot of strikers out there, he's looking for goals, but the one thing he's got to do where he's been really poor, especially for Parkers, can they keep the back door closed because they give away goals for fun? They just don't score though. You must be confident now. I think the important thing was always getting the first goal. You're never confident. You've not been scarred by years no. of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we've well, scored ten goals this season, Livy. So no, we're always quite obliging. Don't worry about that. Yeah, um, yeah but Motherwell have conceded twenty-one. Thirty-one. So I think Fraser will get uh, plenty of goals. And you just before that, uh, I imagine it would have been in the tenth minute. Fitting an applause around the ground at Fir Park in memory of the late Phil O'Donnell who passed away sixteen years ago yesterday. Hard to believe. I, I was covering a game at Celtic Park that day, and. Uh, Andy Walker beside me Who Another former Motherwell player 
great friend of Phil O'Donnell, Uncle Phil, as everyone knew him at Fir Park. And we had to send Andy home. He was so devastated. I remember calling Tommy Burns the following day, who was the man who signed Phil O'Donnell for Celtic. And he too was heartbroken by what had happened. He was a lovely fella, a terrific football player, and uh, a sad loss for his family. Football hijacks these things, and we talk about them in football terms. A young woman lost her husband, and children lost her father. That was part of the devastation of what happened that day. Yeah, heartbreaking to think 16 years as well. So the Motherwell fans are making their feelings known. Fraser Wisher was actually at Fir Park that day as well. He's back there today for us. Uh, I was also there and that sort of thing stays with you. So the Motherwell fans making that uh, tribute there in the 10th minute and the team delivering for now, Blair Spittle, with the 12-yard finish and Motherwell lead Livy by a goal to nil. Serge is a Rangers fan. How would you sum up your feelings after today, Serge? Uh, not going to lie, I'm uh, good. Uh, but also... Uh, Quite hopeful and uh, proud of the way the team didn't capitulate. If we had a decent centre forward on, uh, it could have been a different game, and that's the difference between Celtic and Rangers. Celtic get guys that don't do nothing and then find a wee space and batter a screaming at the top corner. You can talk about decisions, it doesn't matter. Rangers lost the game because uh, we can't put the bond in it at the vital times. But my one hope is we did the capitulate and I'm looking at the big picture. It's only a two-point league if we won our two games in hand. Mm-hmm. There's 11 points a wee while ago, so there's a lot of play for. We, just need, we need our centre-forward because the big guy we've got, ugh, don't even get me gone, man. The difference couldn't be more obvious. No. Cyril Dessers has the freedom of Celtic Park. He's walking yeah. through on goal. He's got so much time. And not only does he not score, he just doesn't do anything and then Kyogo gets a half chance on his bad foot from outside the box and sticks it in the top corner beyond arguably the best keeper in the league and I think Serge is entitled to look at Dessers and wonder if it will ever come good for him because that is the level at which you must succeed the old firm game in domestic terms there is nothing bigger and before and after the shambles of an attempt that he had he did nothing and that's why Fabio Silva is there. And you know, I know he's had a rough time at Anderlecht, a rough time at Wolves, but he has the potential and he must have more in his locker than Dessers has. And I think you'll probably see that when Rangers play on Tuesday. And in the passing, Celtic and their winners have to go to Paisley and that's a difficult one the last game before the break Celtic have to go there and do what Mm. they did in Dundee and did today I told you that Mark O'Hara it's a strange one he's now got a penalty to make it 2-0 and double his talent and he's missed it he's sent it wide Mark O'Hara for Barry Robson one of these though Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Feed the bear Theo Bear has put Motherwell 2-0 up on Livingston A lovely pass from Blair Spittle He's the creator this time uh, And Theo Bear providing the finish Motherwell 2-0 up um, Look Serge So much has been said about Cyril Dessers this season His numbers are not horrendous He scored a couple of times And in recent weeks people are Starting to phone in and say Think there's a player there And think the criticism's over the top And so on Does does today set him back? Uh, I've never liked him for the start. I know the boy tries. He's doing what he's like. He, he's reminded me of Sebo. 
trying forever, but he's just never going to uh, cut it at Rangers. I'm sorry, and I hate slagging my players, but uh, I don't know who uh, done due diligence on him, but my God, he's, he's, he's been a flop. There's a lot to it. You know the position well, Gordon. I mean, okay, all-round all game. Are you, are you bringing other players in? Are you controlling things? Are you hassling defenders? And then, are you scoring? When the chances come along, are you sticking them away? And as Hugh says... Today is the ultimate test for it in our domestic calendar. You've got a guy at one end that scores for fun against Rangers and a guy at the other that just looked bereft of a lot today. He went into the game with a bit of confidence under his belt. He's been scoring goals. The fans have been on here singing his praises, Gordon. This was a big game for him. This was a game to stand up and be counted. The game looked a bit big for him. I've got to say, but all credit to the centre-backs of Celtic. I thought they handled them very well. And even when he got into positions... He never, you never had that confidence he was going to trouble the goalkeeper or he was going to score you a goal. He was very, very poor. You look at the other side of it, Kyogo takes on his left foot and absolutely buries it and kills the game for Celtic, really. So, Dessers, I think there'll be a few Rangers fans on having a little pop at him. I feel for him because I feel that he's, he's become... If he doesn't play well, he instantly becomes a whipping boy right away. Today wasn't his day. So to sum up, Serge, you're still not you're not too deflated. You, you still think there's a title there. You're not too despondent about it all. No, because if it, when it goes two 0 you think oh no, another doing, and uh, the players come back into it, uh, even with bargain uh, and rightly sent off. Uh, I think the decisions the day were bad for both sides. But uh, can I applaud the players? It was a rip roaring game, and could also say uh, thoughts we followed Donald's family. And all for your Rangers fun Sadly missed Yeah well said Serge um, Yeah that, that end Psychology in football is brilliant Hugh Because you can Even if you are Miles out of a game Or, or you are Inferior if you, if you get that shot in the arm Towards the yeah. end And by the way I'm not saying Rangers were miles inferior But in general terms It doesn't take much no. To give you that spark And you throw things at it And the psychology totally Totally flips And that's the way it felt at the end Didn't it? Celtic were spooked By James Tavernier's goal you could. It was like electricity running through the ground. It affected the supporters. It affected the players. They they suddenly went into a state of shock, and there was some fairly erratic defending going on thereafter. And in the end, they were holding on, uh, and they, they went from that position of looking supremely confident, spraying the ball about. When Balogun went off, rightly so. It was almost as if subconsciously the players mm. assumed that that's that, it's over the line and Tavernier's goal proved that it wasn't. Like, and it wasn't enough on the day, Mark, so you can't go overboard but that only happens presumably because of James Tavernier because yeah. I, I don't know if... Oh, hold on, got one of these. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Game on. Bruce Anderson's pulled oh, one back God. for Livy. It is the place to be. Even although Motherwell have been losing a lot, Fir Park sees a lot of goals. Yes, most of them for the visitors. Um, but it is the place to be for goals. And it's Motherwell 2, Livy 1. A smart volley from Montano's pass. Game on. Um, I, I don't know. It's not designed to take anything away from what I was saying, Mark, about Rangers. Did... You couldn't really see them going on and scoring But James Tavernier does And that's what yeah. he produces And then it does become that nervy finish Well it does uh, And the second half Rangers didn't really create anything it, it was as comfortable a second half Up until that point for Celtic As they could have imagined Or, or wanted 
Tavernier, just extraordinary. You know, the technique, how good he is at free kicks. You know, just an ultimate goal scorer for Rangers from right back. I mean, we've said it all before about him, but his free kick today is exceptional. And it gives Rangers hope. Now, naturally, doesn't matter if you've got a man advantage when that happens in such a big occasion against your rivals who are this let's face it the second best team in the country who you're coming up against you're going to get sucked towards your own goal that's the way it happened the disappointing thing for Rangers would be that they didn't create that one final chance that you always usually get when you start lumping balls into the box and Celtic defended well and that's where you've got to give credit to the Celtic backline in the Mm. end because that second period you had Navrovsky on there you've got Scales on there Taylor who's not had a great season and Alistair Johnson played as poorly going forward as I've seen but defensively they were solid today and got the rewards yeah, it might actually have been Scott Pittman who got the the finish for Livingston either way David Martindale is happy or happier that they are back mm-hmm. in the game but they trail Motherwell 2-1 at Fir Park uh, 0141951 I know you're an understanding bunch You will appreciate how it's difficult to focus on these games And take calls and look back So we are doing it, keep your calls coming in Just trying to um, make sure we're covering all bases The home fans are grumbling already at Pataudry St Mirren one up, they've even missed a penalty as well Well as Mark Wilson said A real let off for Barry Robson Because if it goes 2-0 The crowd don't just grumble They really make their feelings known and Barry Robson, I repeat, he's only three points above Motherwell. And he's another one who's got to stop talking and start delivering because Aberdeen are not yet anywhere near where they should be. Uh, Gordon, quite a game brewing for Park. Mm, I've I even had the chance to get your thoughts on Motherwell going 2-0 up and well, they've been pegged back by one. Well, I said it with, with Mark. They've lost 31 goals and a lot of goals are at home. And that's where their downfall is really, Gordon. Um, I said Fraser would get plenty of goals and I'm certain there's more to come there. Uh, but it was a great start for Motherwell. But you've got to, especially when you're down there at the bottom, a little bit of pressure from the home fans to go and get that three points. You've got that stigma, 15 games without a win. Hold on, be more defensively solid for the next 10, 15 minutes and then start controlling the game at 2-0. But all credit to Dave Martindale, he's got a response out of his team. Uh, game on. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, I mean, I, I'm just surprised that Lovey's managed to score. I, I mean, it's just been such a struggle this season for them. But you're right, Stuart Kettlewell, um, biggest downfall this season. No scoring goals, it's keeping them out. Um, so, game's certainly not done, but... If it was Pittman who scored It was His attempts at goal midweek Against St Johnston Were laughable Just getting the bad ones out of the way That's alright Practice Hugh Practice (laughs) Um, A big game Reminders of your teaser please Hugh We'll get some more calls lined up as well Old firm topicality Can you name the last half dozen Old firm players to receive Two or more red cards In one season In all competitions Hmm. Greg's Gardens has gone for a few But maybe a bit far back on some of them Barry Robson Not there Richard Foster No No Mr McDonald And Scott Brown No You'd have thought so but no Okay 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 Uh, Right keep your guesses coming at Clyde SSB on that one Um, It's doable but it's tricky to get all of them I think That's clearly going to be uh, the task for you So let's see what you can come up with Between now and the end Of the first half Still waiting on a goal Between Kelly and Dundee 
St Mirren lead at Pataudry but have missed a penalty Hearts Ross County also goalless and Motherwell 2 Livy 1 quite the game at Fir Park we are reacting to events at Celtic Park as well so 0141 951 1025 and the great thing about these days we're not far away at all from getting the reactions from Brendan Rodgers and Philippe Clement well Brendan Rodgers reaction will be one of absolute delight um, because he had spoken through the week about feeling that Celtic always seemed to be living under pressure of some kind or another uh, it's a big result but it's only a big result if they then go to Paisley on Tuesday and win there because yep. they're in the, that territory they're two points ahead of Rangers Rangers have two winnable games in hand and there is no margin for error simply no margin for error but today he has the bragging rights he has inflicted the first defeat on Philippe Clement who will have to go away assess what took place but I think you'll find Fabio Silva in the team Tuesday afternoon and Dessa's left out Big score lines brewing down the leagues Edinburgh City nil, Hamilton Ackies 3 That was after just 24 minutes When Michael Hewitt added a third And it's the two teams that are flying in that league I think Falkirk are 3-0 up Against Stirling Albion as well If you're interested down the road Aston Villa 1, Burnley nil. That's Leon Bailey with a goal there On 28 minutes Man City beating Sheffield United by a goal to nil The Palmerston Pep We always keep an eye oh, The Ackies have gone 4-0 up But Hamilton can do that to anybody well I've had plenty of practice with your team <laughs> um, The Palmerston Pep We always keep an eye on him Queen Ooh, of the zero. South goalless at the moment As things stand uh, as well So you can keep those calls coming Please do Looking back on the game At Celtic Park Burnley have pegged Aston Villa Back It's just a busy busy time of year oh, this, oh, the, oh, the Palmerston, oh, the Palmerston Pep, Pep. Oh, oh, They have crawled them Queen of the South nil eight I tell you what he? He, he might make a new sign In January 7th There'll be somebody on there Right back That's, that's playing at Palmerston Oh it's a official player a, No I'll be making an appearance <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Aye <laughs> and then Stephen Doby's testimonial Are you oh, I'll be in <laughs> So if Marvin's him. in the crowd <laughs> And he looks down uh, And he sees me decoy Running up and down the right Is the Dodgem no playing? <laughs> I don't know if the Dodgem's playing I have seen Scott Brown and Charlie Mulgrew uh, I think sharing uh, the game. I didn't know you were involved oh, has to be there, said. Of course <laughs> So right What's the game Against Celtic Celtic players No 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 Just I think it's more Scotland legends <laughs> <laughs> So You uh, do you get must have pulled it. <laughs> don't, don't you go on the team when, boss. when is that again uh, I think it's Sunday the 7th Would that Sunday. make sense Should uh, we Do you want to put a show on for it Should we Get yourself in there Send you down to it Palmerston It comes in here every week oh, I've got so new from playing fives I can't run Can't do this And all of a sudden yeah. It'll show I'll up be there. Honestly Myself Brownie Charlie big, big just Kenny's playing Faddy oh, But they're big what names teams? Then what Wilson team? chips up Oh Jeez, oh my. A big deal Did you get asked? Did you? I don't play in these sort of things To manage your coach or I don't anything. manage in these sort of things either I'm above that 
Wouldn't he's too be busy. A, I'm too busy. I wouldn't be associated too with you. Too busy. He's in his tennis. He's no, no, my tennis and I've heard this. You know, you've been spotted. You know, I've got sources oh. all around the Lanarkshire area. Jeez, five oh. for Hamilton. Oh, oh. Five nil. Edinburgh City are in deep trouble. Oh. Though, on and off the pitch, aren't they? You can see that. Um, I'm organising. You've been for spotted the boys. playing badminton and tennis, apparently, by right. friends of mine. At the end of the season, we're having a badminton competition. <laughs> Walsh and I are playing each other next well, week. Well, Hugh Evans has got the high tech shoes for it. He's Presumably. Worn today in these conditions. No, no. When I, I came in before the snow started, why were you in so early? It's been snowing all morning. I know, well, but he was in on Friday. I got laid <laughs> in. I got the train at ten o'clock. Got in, sat down, opened up my newspaper as a gentleman does, and then I looked out the window and it was I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah, indeed it was, but it's gone away. I think we've not had any knock-on effects for the Premiership games this afternoon. Let's go back and speak to Callum, who's a Celtic fan. What did you take away from today, Callum? Um, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's Christmas. What a time to be a Celtic fan! All this week, all I've heard, and just as we shout out to Mark Wilson, you must be feeling good today, Wilson. There. Eh? <laughs> Come on, Wilson. I am. Yes, Cal. Feeling Wilson. good today, Wilson. Aye, aye, I feel great. It's yeah. Wonderful time of year. With the wee volleyball and castaway. <laughs> I was on last night. Just to be fair, I just want to quickly say away from things. Uh, Gordon uh, uh, DL, that was shocking when you done to Wilson on the open goal wings. Absolutely shocking. Thank you, Callum. He wasn't feeling good that day, was he? <laughs> I know. But to, but to the football and to my point, look, the the pressure was on Celtic today. That's that's what we felt during the week building up. Celtic were losing Carter Vickers. Um, it was touch and go with Goldson But we all knew that Goldson was going to play Lundstrom was going to play We knew that was going to be the case Rangers seem to have players that just do that But look, it didn't affect Celtic The first half is frantic um, It flies in Celtic score for a set piece Which is remarkable Because we don't score many But obviously we get the goal for Scales um, At Livingston a couple of weeks back And now we get the goal from Bernardo It's all from Sima trying to head it out um, an absolute pathetic attempt at clearing the ball, and you get what you get, what you get, and that's what Bernardo does. He takes his chance. A brilliant strike of the ball could easily go into Rose's head, but he's calm, composed, puts it in, and I think Celtic deserves that. And then they're a bit ropey for about ten minutes to go, and going into the second half. Um, I mean, Chris Boyd, oh, what a guy he is. He set it right up, didn't he? When he said Shanklin can only score those types of goals, but um, Kyogo can't get anywhere near that. I mean. Look, he's out of a bit of form, but class is permanent. You need to remember that. And he showed that today. And you said about Butland might be the best goalkeeper in Scotland. Even be the best goalkeeper, you ain't getting close to Kyogo's goal. It is an absolute brilliant strike. Just after the second half, what a way to start it. And then Celtic kind of, um, they probably should have put um, a little bit more pressure on Rangers when Rangers get the, the, the red card on Balogun. But um, they, they kind of just kept what they had They kept the ball well And then we give a, a, a stupid foul away Outside the box And Tavernier does what Tavernier does He scores three kicks well done But he's always on the losing end of it doesn't matter It, it doesn't make a difference And this is what happens Clements came in And it's the same as Gio And it's the same as Bill. They all came in They beat everybody in Scotland But when it really, really matters And you've got to beat Celtic They all swap Add Clements to the list I can't be sure, but I think Callum's excited. It's mm. nice to be on Callum's show. He didn't um, take a breath. <laughs> just very quickly. Can I, listen, I think it was some good ground covered, Whoa. so let's just get to one of these quickly. Two, actually. With M&D Green Pharmacy. Motherwell 3, Livy 1. It's Theo Bear with his second, and he's had a lot of critics, but it's a very good goal. He's run into the box, chopped back inside, and then dinked the ball over Shamal George. From a narrow angle So Motherwell restore their two goal advantage And Goal 
flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Tony Doherty getting one over on Derek McInnes so far. Kilmarnock nil, Dundee one. It's Luke McCowan. It's a great solo goal as well. This one, a great shimmy, left foot shot. Uh, just going to go round the keeper from the edge of the box, and that is a deserved lead for Dundee. Kelly nil, Dundee one. Motherwell three. Levy won I was going to I was going to bring Callum back in But oh, he's don't. come on Burst of energy <laughs> Ran out of words and <laughs> Ran out of steam Early Earlier than hoped We've Give him there. a kit And get him to oh, summarising games He's phoning back in Let's get him back on hey, he I, I think Callum And he can tell us When he redials But I think Callum Before the game started Would not have been certain That Celtic would win the game And I think that he Has been thrilled by Celtic's performance up to a point They very nearly Came a cropper after Tavernier's goal But I think it was a more convincing win For Celtic than The majority of Celtic supporters Would have anticipated I, I, I can understand Calm. The reason why is because I think Rangers fancied this today They really did You know the, the new manager Bounds coming in very hard to score against. They weren't conceding a lot of goals. Went there with a lot of confidence. Celtic had been come in for a bit of criticism. Carter Vickers was missing today. I know that Rangers had players missing. Of course they did. But I thought that there was a lot of Celtic fans out there probably worried about this fixture today. Um, but they've made a statement. They really have. And that's why I think the Celtic fans are so pleased. Because Rangers and Rangers fans really fancied this. You've got to say they looked at the gap, they looked at the games in hand. If they thought they could have went to Celtic Park and won today, all of a sudden two games in hand, they're top of the league. Celtic have put a marker down here. Uh, the Palmerston Pep is level, Queen of the South won, and in one. So, you, Callum, you sure you're not. Seen anything that suggests that, that Rangers might make this title challenge difficult for Celtic? No, because if you look at the stats under their previous managers, it took Michael Beale 24 games before he lost outside of Celtic. He lost twice to Celtic in the 24, and then his, his first loss outside of Celtic in Scotland came to Aberdeen. It's the same with Gio, uh, Gio Van Bronckhorst and his 30 games as well. He only lost to Celtic and he had three draws. So, Clement's came in and shown what the other guys have shown as well is when it really matters and look um, Hugh I've got a lot of respect for you but you talk about ah but they were nearly hanging on and this and buts look it was nearly quality streets for Christmas but it turned out to be heroes and they're much better so I was happy three points in the bag the, this is the day this is the day of the analogy from outer space here's another one to follow on from Gordon Dale's ramblings the fact of the matter is Callum, you really are going to have to understand that yes, it's a terrific day for Celtic, psychologically a big day for Celtic, but you cannot dismiss Philippe Clement on the back of what happened to Giovanni Van Bronckhurst or Michael Beale. He, Clement, will come back and the lead is two points, Callum, and you, you know, St. Well, Mirren, it would be two points if Rangers won their games in half. Yeah, yeah. St Mirren on Tuesday Celtic have to go there And do their work there There is no margin for error And I would argue that With anyone No margin for error I think we have to give you The final say Callum oh, Your response to that brilliant. Well I was just going to say to you Alright To that point is I'll, I'll see you in May Alright that's the question That's what Rogers I'll see you in May and Just a wee quick shout out To my pals Grant and Gordon Who are in the Murray pub They will be having some Better fights today Callum This isn't about me Callum Callum They were Rangers fans <laughs> Callum are you listening? I'm listening 
I'm 74 <laughs> I'll be delighted to see you in May <laughs> I'll see you in May I'm on my way to Asia for 8 months So when I come back I'll see you in May right What are you doing over there? Hey, I'm always travelling Oh, oh that, thank that, God that, you that's, said that. that's a bit of quality street Gordon DL's been to Thailand But we're not allowed yeah. to tell that story So thank you to Callum On 01419511025 We are taking calls throughout the day uh, Early as we sometimes do When there's a big lunchtime game But we've got some interesting business To take care of in the 3 o'clock matches as well Philippe Clement and Brendan Rogers have spoken You will hear from him Them I should say Just into the second halves Of the 3 o'clock Games. What have we missed? What have we not reflected on? Did we reflect on Motherwell going three one? Yeah, yeah, we got that. We got that. Uh, you know, Motherwell prior to kick off today, Motherwell averaged a goal a game. Now they've scored three in the first half against Livy. That tells you how awful Livingston are. And I would guarantee you that Motherwell will have the three points to bag. Oh, don't do that to me. No one likes to hear your types of predictions on there. Trust me. Uh, Montrose <laughs> one, Cove one. Uh, a scoreline coming in from League 1 there Elgin 1, Peterhead 0 In League 2 And as we said, Marvin Bartley's Queen of the South Are level one, one. against Annan as well Air 1, Dunfermline 2 Aidan McGeady's pulled one back for Air Who had been 2-0 down in that one um, well, In fact, we might have to uh, round it off It's just been so busy And with, in amongst this busyness Jim Duffy's just sitting himself I Isn't know. he In the snow In Celtic Park <laughs> He's left Jim He's freezing Second to get a hat on Jim Never mind going back to Jim uh-huh. Duffy You'll understand Is it all quiet now I assume Jim Yes it's very quiet uh, <laughs> Other than the fact that A couple of random people Shouting from a, a distance at me That's why I took my earphones off um, Yeah I mean, all, all, all done and dusted uh, as, as you know in these things uh, uh, It's amazing how 60,000 people can filter out A football match very very quickly But um, yeah I mean just listening to the callers Coming in there You can <laughs> Calamere As the guy said Never took a breath So uh, Yeah I mean, there's, a, there's obviously a lot of excitement And a lot of frustration And, and uh, you know I'm sure there'll be a wee bit of contrast controversy as well because as much as uh, Celtic I think deserved the victory I think there was one or two moments um, from from uh, you know refereeing points of view that particularly Alistair Johnson's challenge his second challenge uh, with the, when Seema had to go off which I thought probably merited a, a second yellow card so I'm sure there, there, there's one or two one or two moments where Rangers felt a wee bit uh, injustice but in terms of the actual game I think Celtic Celtic's quality in the final third was was enough to win the game and deserve to win the game and if you do Rangers fans feel your sense of injustice on here 01419511025 thank you to Jim Duffy have a good night alright thank you very much guys enjoy he's on his way um we let's round off this teaser as well because the first half just coming uh, to an end, Hugh Keevan. So let's do this. The first half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. The last six Old Firm players to receive two or more red cards in one season in all competitions are Near Beaton. Alfredo Morelos Daniel Candeas Ryan Jack Andy the Brute Halliday And Effie Ambrose Here we are Andy Halliday on the list eh? Was that one, one of those was after full time wasn't it I think Anyway uh, Well done if you got all them right Do we even have a podium Was it that difficult for people Do we have any Who got them all Correct um, Let's see We'll try and get a list Over to you uh, right, I'll tell you what, I'll need to do that in just a second Can't find my list 
Uh, last goal in Scotland to go in is Air One Dunfermline two, like we said. That Aidan McGeady goal there, uh, and nothing else doing. The first half's coming to a close. Um, interesting first half around the league. You have to say. Yeah, yeah, especially at Fir Park where all eyes were in the bottom of the table clash, Gordon. Uh, result Mother will badly need now. They're 3-1 up and I think everybody concerned with Claren and Amber will be thinking, right, OK, the game's not finished because we can concede goals. So that's an important one. Um, the other games know, as well are fascinating. I mean, Hearts... Enough to Aberdeen, Aberdeen I think, I think that that'll be um, interesting to hear Dave's halftime report if it goes in 1-0 to St Mirren he'll be too busy booing <laughs> to, to get a report <laughs> he'll be in the red shed <laughs> Robson must go but uh, uh, the scoreline um, at Rugby Park as well I mean who would have seen that coming we're keeping praise on Derek McInnes and it's his understudy or his old understudy Tony Dock it's upstaging him we did one nil there. Well, must do better. No one got all of the correct. By the way, answers. we were we were miles. Away. We only got three. three. Or something. Did we get three? No, I wow. three. We got. Yeah. We'll do a who am I after the break? There's a VAR check. A Motherwell goal was disallowed for offside. A Donald's header hit Bear and went in. It's been checked, but it is offside. So three one to Motherwell. Two minutes added at Tynecastle, where it's goalless. Hearts Ross County. Two minutes added at Petodre, where Aberdeen trail St Mirren. By a goal to nil as well And don't forget Mark O'Hara Did miss that penalty As well So St Mirren could well be two In front Mark O'Hara usually so reliable From the spot But I think that's him Missed his last two Yeah I think anyway Kilmarnock and Dundee Dundee lead there at Rugby Park Four added In that one And the half time whistle Starting to go Down the leagues as well Montrose one Cove one Edinburgh City nil Hamilton Aki's five oh. Don't get a bigger half time score Than that very often um, what would you say at half time there are the players well, win the second half got to be the Edinburgh ones or the Hamilton one I did I know what I'd be saying to the Edinburgh City players you get your coat yeah mm. uh, but Hamilton are going well in that league some terrific young players I've got to say very impressed with them seen much of them have you no not at all no, I so. I, I've always... seen too much of them <laughs> the reserves the are brilliant <laughs> well you know the St Mirren team we very happy they made the long journey and obviously difficult weather conditions their goal up Aberdeen you know they had their moments in Europe they've had their moments in the league beating Rangers etc etc but they're still too near the bottom of the league not in the top six unacceptable if they don't come back today and they lose to St Mirren speculation surrounds Barry Robson uh, Dave Galloway says there are sarcastic cheers when the ref gave Aberdeen a free kick. I don't know if that was him or <laughs> the, the fans round about, but they're not happy with the refereeing performance so far. I doubt they'll be much happier with their team either. Uh, trailing St Mirren there. I reckon the first whistle to go will probably be Petodre or Tynecastle. And it is Petodre, Dave Galloway. Yeah, half time here at Petodre Gordon. It's uh, Aberdeen nil, St Mirren 1. Aberdeen started well, dominating the ball, but they really didn't test Zach Hemming in any big way and it was St Mirren who took a 12th minute lead Mikael Mandron with the turn and shot which is blocked and Mark O'Hara pounced to fire the loose ball into the net the Saints skipper blew a golden chance to double their advantage when his team was awarded a penalty following a VAR review handball by Richard Jensen was the decision but O'Hara fired his spot kick tamely wide of the goal there were 
grumbles from the home fans but the Dons went close with Bojan Miofsky who volleyed just past the post and Leighton Clarkson's volley was palmed away by Zach Hemming the ref waved away loud penalty claims as uh, the first half progressed when James McGarry went down in the box under Marcus Fraser's uh, challenge all in all a very frustrating first half for the Dons and a substantial home support who are miserable in the, uh, the pouring rain at the interval something is going to have to be uh, done by Don's boss uh, Barry Robson because the pressure will be ramped up on him if this scoreline stays the same at the interval it's Aberdeen 0 St Mirren 1 what about Tyne Castle let's speak to Gabriel yeah half time Gordon and it's 0-0 here the crowd agitated at the interval several boos from the home support on the whistle they've had enough of the ball hearts but despite a brief spell early on they've not created enough passing sideways and backwards too often and they've looked vulnerable at the back as well. The Hearts were caught sleeping early on. Uh, Staggy's defender Ben Purrington headed the ball into net within 60 seconds. It took two minutes for referee to work out if it was offside. It just was in the build-up. The Jambos then did wake up. Uh, Alex Lowry had a shot that deflected just wide. Kyosuke Tagawa cut the ball back to Frankie Kent who had an effort saved and then Tagawa himself pulled a chance wide after a good ball in from the left but that was it going forwards they had some several defensive lapses that began to sink in from then on first Fraser Murray had to score for the visitors County won the ball high up after a mistake from the Hearts defender and Murray ended up toe-poking the ball it was a good save from Xander Clark but he had to just smash it into the net there's a few other half chances for the Staggies they won the balance of the chances have had the better opportunities but the game here is totally 50-50 and a big second half coming up Gordon at the interval it's Hearts nil, Ross County nil. What about for Park Fraser Wisher? Motherwell 3, Livingston 1 deserved leads for the home side they grabbed the initiative from the kickoff been the better side Theo Beer has been the main man with two goals and one assist for Blair Spittle with Scott Pittman giving Livy a bit of hope but overall they've hardly been in the game the away side a few early chances for Motherwell from kickoff ball fell to Teal Beer in the box he completely missed hit his shot it hit Nottingham drifted just a yard wide Dravkowski then a beautiful pass down the left hand side Jordy Gent with a lovely cross really good contact by Mika Biereth and saved by Shamal George with his legs Gent again with a lovely dangerous cross and a brilliant clearing head in front of his own goal he's only about a yard out by Obelai and that was all in the first 10 minutes in the 14th minute they deservedly took the lead Teal Beer twisted in the box he looked like he'd taken too long to get his shot away and the chance was gone but Blair Spittle pounced on a loose ball to toe the ball home from 12 yards in 19 minutes it was two rolls reversed this time Spittle was to provide a lovely ball over the top to Theo Bear inside right and as the ball bounced he beat Shamal George to the ball and lifted the ball over the goalkeeper into the back of the net the small band of Lovey fans not happy boos aimed at the team and the dugout but they were cheering when they're completely against the run of play in 24 minutes they grabbed a goal back Christian Montano lovely chipped pass over the muddle defence it was Scott Pittman who hooked a volley into the corner of the net from 10 yards really good finish clever balls coming over his shoulder so it was an awkward one to take the quality and tempo dropped Livy looking more comfortable but in 35 minutes Mother went 3-1 up Tio Bear ran onto a loose ball in inside right position into the box a really narrow angle and he had no support so he went on his own he chopped back inside Nottingham and then coolly dinked the ball over Shamal George from a narrow angle a really lovely finish by the big striker should have been four just on the break Blair Spittle put a free kick into the box it was met by Stephen O'Donnell he should have scored with his header but he didn't make good contact and his mishit header struck Teo Bear and went to the back of the net but the striker was offside next goal absolutely vital Livy need to get it or the game will be over but really good stuff from Motherwell they look a goal threat every time they go forward half time at Fir Park 
Motherwell 3, Livingston 1. Good game there. What about Kilmarnock Dundee? Roger Hanna. Half time at Rugby Park. Gordon has Kilmarnock now. Dundee winning a thoroughly deserved lead for the visitors as Tony Doherty looks as if he might get the bragging rights over his old pal Derek McInnes. Kelly actually threatened first in four minutes. A lovely turn and shot in the edge of the box by the home captain Kelvisell, held above his head by Trevor Carson. But that has been it in terms of attacking intent from the hosts. As the game started to drift away, Matty Kennedy was a got a booking and the D made a breakthrough in 35 minutes a fine solo goal by Luke McCowan a former Aid United player who loved being back in Ayrshire and scoring against Kelly shimmied onto his left foot and curled a left foot short round Kelly keeper Will Dennis from the edge of the box so it is a deserved lead as I say for Dundee and Kelly fans really disgruntled that came to a head when Brad Lyons knocked a pass straight out of play just a couple of minutes after McCowan's opening goal the fortunate it is only 1-0 Ryan Howley was crowded out in the box as the D chased a second goal then Scott Tiffany also denied by a fine last-ditch challenge in the box. To make matters worse for the host, Lions limped off with five minutes of the first half to go. Rory McKenzie coming into a central midfield role. It has been all Dundee. It can only get better for Kilmarnock. But at the break at Rugby Park, Kelly nil, Dundee one. Keep your calls coming and we'll do a full round-up of the half-time scores next. First for football, for 50 years, this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Half-time scores around the country in the three o'clock games. Aberdeen nil, St Mirren 1, Hearts nil, Ross County nil, Kilmarnock nil, Dundee 1 and Motherwell 3, Livingston 1. The full-time score from earlier, of course, Celtic 2, Rangers 1. In the Championship, Air United 1, Dunfermline 2, Inverness 0, Morton 0, Queen's Park 1, Airdrie 0... And Wraith Rovers 1 are both nil. In League 1, Edinburgh City 0, Hamilton Ackies 5, Falkirk 4, Stirling Albion 0, Montrose 1, Cove Rangers 1, Queen of the South 1, Annan Athletic 1. In League 2, Clyde 0, Stenhouse Muir 1, Elgin City 1, Peterhead 0, and Forfar 0, East 5 0. On the English Premier League front, a full time score Luton 2, Chelsea 3. At half-time, Villa 2, Burnley 1, Crystal Palace 2, Brentford 1, Man City 1, Sheffield United 0 and Wolves 1, Everton 0 and we will be back for the 3 o'clock second halves and more of your calls next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. St Mirren taking the lead here at Love Street at 50. I'm Charlene Spatelli from the band Texas. You're looking through uh, your green tinted specs here. Oh, uh, I think everybody tunes in the Super Scoreboard in their car. Like, you know, that's just what happens. Do you think they should sell Paul Gascoigne? Yes. Suddenly the comments and the stories and the, the opinions. Absolutely shocking. It's just the best thing ever. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West for 50 years. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Second half's about to get underway in the three o'clock games. The open line is here early. 01419511025. What did you make of all the big talking points and incidents from Celtic Park? Let us know right now. Uh, arguably game of the day in terms of consequence and pressure. Uh, you know, Motherwell against Livy would be right up there, Fraser. You're preparing for the second half. Gordon Dale's looking for a weather update. It's not going well there, is it? 
No, it's not going out a horrible day. But, uh, I don't think David Martindale cared he had the, the players, his players out about two or three minutes before the Motherwell players because the rain's been falling heavily. It's absolutely freezing cold. But he knows his team's got to get the next goal. 3-1 down. They've not really been in the game. Terrific goal by Pittman, but that's all they've had to show and not really threaten Liam Kelly's goal. Well, Motherwell look a threat every time they go forward. One change for Motherwell as the game just kicks off. Mugabe's come on. Blaney took a knock in the first half. So Mugabe will come on and play with left side centre half. But it's looking very, very good for Motherwell so far. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with MD Green Pharmacy. From prescription deliveries to health vaccines and everything in between. Big second 45 minutes coming up at Fur Park and elsewhere, and lots of changes been made at the break. Kelly have brought on Polworth for these, so clearly a very attacking change there as they try and get themselves back into that one. Uh, and Hearts, Denham and Kagawa off, Oda and Forrest on. So manager's not hanging about you at this time of year. You just, there's just no time to hang around. Just got to crack on. Incredible to hear Gabriel say that the Hearts fans were booing at <laughs> half time. You know, this is after the dramatic Lawrence Shankland winner against Hibs at Easter Road. And everyone talking of Shankland, the legend, and this, that, and the other. That's how long. Your reaction last year in Scotland that you're, you're only as good as your next first half Never mind game A big second half for, for a lot of teams out there Lovey, I mean if Motherwell gone and won that one Find themselves, would it be seven points? A drift at the bottom, not looking good for them But big one for me, the shock for me, Kilmarnock Said again, Kilmarnock going so well this season And their home form has been so good after the last couple of seasons didn't expect Dundee to go there and get anything today, but find themselves in the lead. Yeah, I think everybody would fancy Kilmarnock at home, especially the run they're on. But I quite like the look of Dundee. I think Tony Dock's doing a terrific job up there. For me, the big ones at Pittori, all eyes are not because Barry Robson needs a second half performance. Right, 01419511025. We'll get some calls on looking back, I'd imagine, on the game at Celtic Park. So please get those thoughts over to us. And whilst you do, let's play this, Hugh. The second half teaser With the scottishsun.co.uk Slash football For the best football news and opinion online I have been capped by my country 15 times And played alongside Scott Arfield Timu Puki And James Milner I've been managed by Louis Van Hal And Steve McLaren and I've won the English Championship twice. Who am I? Capped 15 times. Played alongside Scott Arfield, Timu Puki and James Milner. Managed by Louis Van Hal and Steve McLaren. And won the English Championship twice. Who am I? Good question, Gordon DL. You are the self-appointed master of the second half teaser. You got any inclination? Oh, no, not really, no. no. Okay. Um, nah, my jigsaw, I'll, just, I'll get my jigsaw going in a minute. You sure? Mark, Mark, are you going in early? Mm. Haven't you? No. Well, Mark's went my guess already. No. No. Mm. No. Okay. Let me see the guess. That Hold it up in right. here. No. Okay, did you okay. say what country did he capture or no? No. No. Okay. No. Right, okay. Not. Sorry. Comebacks on Edinburgh City one, Hamilton Aki's five. <laughs> Two minutes. We did say go and win the second half. That's it. He'll be That's happy. He'll be happy. One nil. And it's Love Island star Uzi C. Oh, with he the was goal. good. I'm a big fan of Uzi. Played right, it down. well in there. Right. Good looking boy. 
Good looking chap I've seen a lot of football like recently though I'd like to see though. you on an over 60s version it. of Love Island I don't know a lot about it I've only seen it advertised Never watched it But I I'd think like I, to see that. I think I'll get doing well You're more she, a naked attraction man I think uh, Hugh Keevan's getting, getting, <laughs> getting a text you on the Nokia You wouldn't get a thing up there um, <laughs> Let's move on I think <laughs> Definitely I get stuck I know the, it is For the best um, But no other goals To tell you about yet Get your answers in For that teaser please I'm oh. always amazed At how quickly You get the who am I My brain just Must not work quick enough I have to say um, And even Gordon DL's quite good at them I have to give mm. I have to give credit Where it's due Struggling here mate I'm struggling here yeah. No, it's not like you. It is not, I have to I've say. I've not even... Uh, the, the problem is, usually I can throw out a guess, but I've not even got a guess. Um, any way back for Livy at Firth Park? None. Are you sure? Absolutely. I'll back that up, yes. I'm with you, Hugh. I'm None. astonished they scored a goal. Astonished no, but that they actually got a goal. do ship them for fun, mm. don't they? Well, I'll tell you what. If they do find their oh, way back... I like the sound of this. ...and get a draw, or a win... Stuart Kettlewell has to resign. Oh, I thought you were going to do something. I thought it was some sort of. Oh, I'll bring in the you. biscuits or something like no, that. I've told the man that he'll have to resign. Years never happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, Greg Kilty's cross. I'm building up to it. <laughs> flashes over the goal mouth, but just beyond Mark O'Hara, who's had a mixed afternoon, scored the opener, missed a penalty. Um, let's bring in Robert, who's a Rangers fan. Robert, sum up your feelings after today's game. Um, to be honest with you, it's probably the least disappointed I've been in a while after an old fun game. Um, I think you can see Clement's style on the team. Uh, they've got a kind of swagger about them. We created three good chances in the first half an hour. Uh, if if um, better decision making by McCausland, but he's through, he slips in Seema. If Catwell slips in Seema, Dessel's 1v1. If he takes his chance, the game's done and dusty, but then. Um, uh, some some of the refereeing decisions, I think I don't like to come on and kind of blame referees, but definitely influenced the game, especially the two second yells that were never given for the Celtic boys. Uh, Nick Walls couldn't get a red card out quick enough. To be honest with you, uh, with, with a Balogun one, he kind of played to the crowd a wee bit. To be honest with you. Oh, hold on, right before we get to the debatable ones, you can't be complaining about the sending off, surely. Well, I'm just making the point where he did he did he call it the red card for, for the two previous ones. It should have been a red yeah, that, card. And that's well. that's that's fair, but you know, in isolation, Balogun's a red card every day of the week, isn't it? I'm not saying it's not. But it kind of sounded is, like you were saying it wasn't. But um, right, get, get to the debatable ones, as we said, Mark Wilson. I'll put you in the spot because you obviously have Celtic leanings, but we're Celtic fortunate not to go down to ten. Um, so I take it the two uh, incidents he's talking Bernardo and Alistair Johnson. Yep. So at the time, I'll stick by my Alistair Johnson one. I don't think that was a second yellow card. I don't think any contact to the face should be. I think he was up there. Seema's challenge for it. His arm, his forearm has caught Seema. No doubt about it. I would say, looking at the Bernardo one, the second one, he's challenging Golson. I think he was fortunate. I think Bernardo's yeah, lucky to stay on. I think he's lucky, actually, not to get a second yellow card for that. So, one, probably lucky. The other, I think, was the right decision. I sort of agree with my fellow colleague. Um... I'll tell you where I thought um, the caller was going to come on and talk. I thought that Callum McGregor sort of uh, ran the risk. I thought he'd had a yellow before that. But let me say... That's a difficult one, right. purely because if you get the booking earlier, you don't know yeah. what becomes of the later ones. But I, I do take but, the frustration. But I've, I've got to say, in a game played at the pace that was played at the importance of the game, I think that we can 
have a pick at most things, right? You nah, can, but you always just try and defend refs. We're uh, Bernard, well, Bernardo lucky. Uh, Bernardo lucky, right? But I think overall the officials had a very good game. There you go. But how can they if you're saying they missed the send well, off? Well, one decision in ninety plus. Mm. What was it? Ninety nine minutes. One hundred minutes. One hundred minutes of a game. The importance, the pace, the weather, the pitch. Mm. I think you've got to sometimes give credit. I, I think there was a case for Bernardo going off. I think that's why um, Brendan Rogers took him off uh, in case it did happen and that the, the climax to the match was ropey enough for Celtic without being down to 10 men. Uh, so I thought Bernardo could have gone. I'm not sure about Alistair Johnson. And, you know, the, the, the one area where I would disagree with Robert talk like he couldn't wait to get the card out of his pocket. It's a clear cut red card. And, you know, playing to the crowd, in other words, what Robert is insinuating is that people talk about Nick Walsh allegedly being a Celtic supporter. I heard a caller during the week saying... The thing is, you don't even need to go down that route, though, because so often I also hear about Nick Walsh works in a school that's linked to Rangers. It's just, it's just nonsense. Let's just assess the decisions. It was Robert who, OK, but it was Robert who went down the road. Anyway, Bernardo, for me, should have gone. Johnston, for me, should not have gone... And Balogun, the look mm. in his face told you that even he knew he should have gone. I think they kind of agree with you somewhere in there, Robert. What tell us more about what gives you the confidence that this is not not damaging and you know Rangers are are nearly there. Well, if you look at the team, Rangers have gotten apart as well. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you're missing the likes of midfield generals in there, guys that can dictate the play. Uh, you've got half foot Connor Golson, half foot John Lundstrom. You've got a right back playing in the middle of the park. You've got a guy up front who is an empty jersey. Let's be honest. So there's, there's no there's no a lot of there's no a lot of tinker that he's done with that squad to bring players in. Rangers went and signed the boy Silva. That's obviously right straight away. They've identified that's what has to be the top end of the pack has to be strengthened 100 percent to go forward. Talk about signing this boy, this 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 right winger boy as well from Vitesse Arnhem, paced on the right hand side. Which in, in fairness, I thought I thought be McCausland and, and Dijon Sterling. In fairness, we're only two. They got pass marks today for Rangers. Um, so when you look at all that, we take all that into consideration. Rangers won them a million miles away from it. And as I say, if you take a chance today, the three clinical chances, the first half of that game, you're three 0 up. You're done and dusted, and it's a different atmosphere inside that ground. Is there a is there a, any worry, Robert, that sometimes it has felt like Rangers have been kind of close in these games? Like we've had this conversation before about, ah, it's just their quality at the top end of the pitch. But then we roll on to the next one, and it, and it kind of happens again. You know, if you're not, have you experienced a few false dawns that you're confident this one's different? Hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't know what your boy was talking about earlier. I think he said too much sugar over Christmas when he's talking about saying about how uh, Rogers has seen off um, Clubhunt. Clubhunt's just in the door. Clubhunt's got a tune to these boys. Do you know what I mean? When Clubhunt brings in his own boys, you see a whole a whole different attitude. You see a whole different kind of. Um, Demeanor about Rangers going forward in all fun games because he's put his own personality on that team. You can see it. There's a swagger, there's a confidence there. Rangers picked him off at will at times. Celtic got a lucky one with the first goal. The heads went down a wee bit. Rangers picked himself up a wee bit. The second one with Koyogo hits a worldly. Hits another hundred. Hundred of them will go over the bar. Do you know what I mean? So sounds like a little bit clutching now, though, Robert. Mm. Like the first goal was lucky, and the, the Kyogo wouldn't do that again. But I think it's Robert sort of has a, bit... a point, though. As I said, oh, listen, it's clearly a close game. Yeah, but as I, I tried to say to Callum, tried too hard a bit. Uh, yeah, but that, that's disappointment. But as I said to Callum, the Celtic fan, you cannot simply dismiss Philippe Clement and what Rangers have done 
Celtic have still to go to Paisley before the break comes and they will have to win in Paisley absolutely have to win in Paisley um, this is going to go to the wire and the Celtic fans refuse to believe it and the Rangers fans can't wait to prove it the truth is in the middle there they're not great sides either of them they are missing players for a variety of injuries and other reasons and they do need to have a good window the pair of them but this league is not over by a long shot oh this is an interesting goal this one goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Hearts nil, Ross County 1 it is probably an Alex Cochran own goal Sims was involved as well but either way it is Hearts nil, Ross County 1 and talk about highs to lows Hearts buoyed by that late winner in the Edinburgh Derby We've already heard that the fans are not impressed with the performance today and they trail Ross County. Yeah, not good. Uh, especially after, as you quite rightly said, Gordon, the high of the Edinburgh Derby the other night there, the timing of the goal, everything about it. They're playing Ross County at home, packed time castle. I think the Hearts fans were going along there in good spirits, just wondering how many it was going to be this afternoon. But that man who caused a lot of... Um, <laughs> Would you say controversy in the papers with his statement is certainly getting a tune out of Ross County ex Morkham. I FC. would buy a ticket for his press conference after the game if he wins 1 0. I would buy a ticket to hear it um, because he's always got something in him, Derek Adams, and he clearly not welcomed the flack that came his way after the comparisons about Morecambe and Morecambe being 100 times better than teams in Scotland so if Ross County win at Hearts are Morecambe maybe only 50 times better mm. it, you know maybe just a miscalculation there well 50 to 70 you know that kind of area but I would love it Love it to hear his I imagine if they won there, they go above Aberdeen mm. the way things are sitting. Yeah. Morecambe lost 5 0 at Notts County last yeah. night, by the way, just if you're keeping, if you're keeping check. But if, if, you know, if you're looking for managers to come in and make a difference and start climbing up the league, uh, if he gets a result there, you know, he's well in his way and it just shows the significance for Aberdeen this you afternoon. Sh- still maybe fancy hearts to combine there, especially. Doesn't sound like it though. I know, but look. I'd, I looked like a goalish draw the other night there. The standard in the middle of the game was very, very poor. And that man, Shanklin, pitches up with a terrific goal. Hearts have got that in their locker. They've got guys that can get goals. But uh, Ross County have got something to hang on to, whether they're hanging on or they're a better side. But 1 0, he would definitely take that. He'd bite your hand off. Do you know that after Lauren Shanklin, who's the next top goal scorer at Hearts? I would oh, probably say. I know the answer, so I won't spoil it for you. Forest Own goals Is it? There it's a trick more, question it? Yeah. yeah Seriously? Man, that's a good one I like that If Lauren Shankland is sold Hearts are deep deep bother Might have a few quid in the bank but How many own goals you? I do not know the number I simply know that Own goals is the second top goal scorer At Tynecastle <laughs> <laughs> Would have been more impressive If you knew I know, how many I know, I know. And who scored them <laughs> But anyway, that's the that's the, the state of the nation there. If Lauren Shanklin doesn't score today, Hearts may very well lose that game 1-0. And you just think Desser's performance today, does that, you know, prompt Rangers to go that extra mile to get them, to push the boundaries because it is clear as day that no. Rangers need well, someone brought, clinical they, up there. They brought somebody in. I stand yeah. to be corrected, but I think Fabio Silva... No. 
Fabio Silva Yeah but he's there to win the league this season And I don't think that Rangers have The kind of money that Hearts will demand For Lauren Shankland mm. We've, we've seen, other, we've seen loan players coming in before With big price tags to both Celtic and Rangers uh, And for short periods To win the league or to challenge mm. for the title And have not worked out If Rangers are serious They need to find the money they need to maybe sell a player to get someone at the top end of the pitch because I may be wrong, maybe prove wrong. I don't think loan players are the answer for, for either side if they're well, really serious. There could be an answer, but I totally agree with you. I said in the show on Thursday that if you go and get Shanklin, I think you've got out of 10, a 9 out of 10 chance that he's got to bang goals in for you and be real challengers to sell to it. Of course he will, because he knows the league. He's a terrific striker. If you go down into England, you get a loan player up. It's a... It's, it's, out of 10 it's a 5 it's a gap it's 50-50 oh. you know and, and I, I, that's what I think your point is Mark um, if I was Rangers and I was serious about this I would certainly be looking and you, you might be right if they got the financial um, backing to go and get a player of Shankland because Hearts what does he get 18 months left in his contract or something still yeah. obviously they would come under a lot of pressure to sell him from the supporters Ooh. Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy Hearts nil, Ross County two, and it's your favourite, Mark Wilson. Oh, Danda. Yan Danda. Oh, set piece of it. 25 yards, free yeah. kick, what a top corner. What a player. Have I not been saying it? You love him. He's don't found you? the back of the net, and Tyne Castle will not enjoy that. No, Hugh Evans no. or the majority of it. If, if they're booing it 0 0, then heaven alone knows what they're doing now when they're two down. Uh, what a game football is. Stephen Naismith couldn't have had a happier end to his evening when Shanklin scored against Hibs at Easter Road and now the crowd will be right on his back they'll want him out they'll want Frankie McAvoy out they'll want everybody out they'll want Anne Budge out they'll want Greyfriars Bobby out everything <laughs> in Edinburgh will be turned upside down again I'll change my mind I would buy two tickets mm. They better get for Derek Adams' press conference they better get OG warmed up to come yeah, on exactly. and rescue them you <laughs> I think I think that's what Hearts need. But that's listen, all credit to Derek. He's been down there with a game plan. Um you just wonder after the high of midweek with Hearts, we've seen it a million times, you know, yeah. you you got a terrific result and especially the timing and everything. The, the boys would have been a high all night, hardly slept. Uh obviously Ross County. That's what happens, Gordon. It's lack of sleep. No, There's no, but, but Mark, uh, Mark will tell you, if you play in a game like that and excitement Try to get a sleep the next day is horrendous. So I'm putting it down to time. Right, that's fine. Listen, who am I to argue? It just seems like a very simple. <laughs> I slept all right. So don't bring me in here. Explanation. <laughs> you didn't do as much running as me. Uh, what it highlights is how inconsistent our league is. We've been chatting about it all season from Celtic Rangers down. It's so inconsistent. St Mirren started the front runners for that third place with a great run. Then who else did we have? We, Kilmarnock. Then we've had Hearts push on, and now we've got Ross County coming up. Uh, you know, if they get a result today, it is all over the place. You wonder if Aberdeen will put a run together. Hugh, let's revisit your teaser. Whilst we get more calls in, 01419511025. Uh, what's your question, though, for this second half? I have been capped by my country 15 times. I played alongside Scott Harfield, Timu Puki, and James Milner. I've been managed by Louis Van Hal and Steve McLaren, and I have won the English Championship twice. Who am I? 
Um, Maynard thinks it might be Robert Snodgrass Not Snoddy Okay uh, What was your first guess again Gordon DL? No that's my clue Yeah but I asked for your first guess I'm going to give you one right Is that correct? You have <laughs> identified the position <laughs> on the pitch I'll tell you I've got it That this I've got it, player He's, plays He is good at it isn't he? Got it. Hughes, have you been checking his phone? Right in. Yeah I declare a winner. <laughs> no, 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 no. Someone has got it before you on Twitter, but you've. Oh, I'm here. In here, you're the winner. Well, well done. Ah, oh, see, that's a that's a giveaway. Well when, done. When I say every week. Ah, because that's hard. You're Mark, Mark, have I difficult. have I been there? My air, how I've narrowed it down, mate. No. The jigsaw. Oh, oh, oh Edinburgh City. Edinburgh City five down at half time. They pulled a second. Classic case of players going at half time. Lighting up the cigars Swinging in a hammock And thinking That's us Lovely And they've gone to sleep And now conceded twice I'll tell you what See if they can get another one quickly uh-huh. What uh-huh. a pressure I'll put in hammock You start You start wondering then Do you sit deep And just take the five Not when you're five now Listen up mate, five, three, You're talking no. about a guy Who's three now up In the Scottish Cup And lost four three That's, <laughs> uh, that's a sackable thing so uh, The biggest lead you ever chucked yeah, that was. Was that then from this one? No? Do, uh, yeah, I still, I still got nights. I uh, wake up sweating with that, wondering what went wrong. What was your um, biggest lead you ever chucked, Mark Wilson? <laughs> he never scored. I don't know. Uh, no. And management. No, 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 no. As a no, player, as a player, player huh? you know player. what? I don't think I had had many. I was just part of a winning machine when we got a paid. We just. What about management? Did you ever? Were you ever in the lead? lead? No. No, 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 not many times. <laughs> <laughs> not many at all. Never Scot- had the privilege of chucking a lead. You know, Scottish football just like rarely disappoints. There's always these mad stories out there, um, and we're not even talking like the tenth tier here. We're talking our broth, the championship keeper, Ali Adams, has come on as a striker <laughs> for our broth. What? The goalie no is way. on up front. Who's there now, Jim? Jim McIntyre. I was going to say, if, if that was Dick Campbell, you'd say, well, okay, bit wacky. You expect that, but Jim's straight down the middle. Uh, I mean, must have no options though. This is the oh, game. surely, but just one sub. Because surely, if I'm the right back, right on the bench, and I see the goalie getting put on, so David James moment, isn't it? Oh. This is the game after two of both players fought with each other on the park. Yeah. So, so they do, they they do have. Yeah. So I checked the team line before the game. Adams, then one, two, three. They do have four outfield, outfield players. players. But I'll let me just check to see if they've any. No, but they had to make some early changes as well. Uh, one early change certainly. Yeah. So <laughs> if you if you're the other players, outfield players, you're asking for your contract to be ripped up. From the 1st of January I always thought goalkeepers in training When they come out and played outfield were brilliant What happens if he scores? Exactly They start on the next No, week. no, there you are Because then they made, they made a double change on At half time R- Right And Did so it? I think he's the only guy left Or is there one more? <sighs> see when see if you're the one guy then That's been <laughs> that's, that's worse Right but d- see No, they, they were all on They were all on by half time All the other subs uh, There you go I was so going to say, Hold on, how's that working The team lines I'm not expecting you to have the answer <laughs> So the team lines Because you've got to get An outfield player strip With the number on it You're yeah. doing the team lines As your goalie I number Just, just come, run on the pitch With your goalie Nobody cares at that <laughs> Your goalie gloves <laughs> Yeah, I'm going for nobody cares He seems to be wearing number 36, is he? Something like that Has he got his gloves on? 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Shin, yeah, shin pads, long sleeved, <laughs> 34 he's wearing. But anyway, the goalie's on for our bro. Yes, so. come on. Wraith come on, the goalie. Wraith are flying, are they not? Top yeah. of the league. Yeah, they're going to get another three points this afternoon. Good time, good times up there at Kirkcaldy. Clyde Nil, Stenhouse Muir 2. Keep your calls coming. We'll get. We'll get your thoughts very soon. Let's hear a bit from both managers. We'll go winning manager first, Brendan Rodgers. As you expect in these types of games, very tense and amazing atmosphere. So, um, but no, listen. I thought we, I thought we deserved to win the game. We, uh, we, we dealt well with you know quite direct Rangers and maybe trying to put pressure onto our back four. And but they were coming into the game with confidence. But I thought in, in the spells that we had when we moved the ball, it was difficult because the pitch is difficult, I have to say. So so that made it a little bit more difficult for the, the fluency at times. But I thought when we played and, and worked our way through, and especially after the um, the, the second goal, we um, we were very, very good in the game. Didn't have too many many scares. The only downside for me was when we went to uh, went, played against 11 v 10. Normally my teams will be a little bit more... Uh, Controlled in that and positioning better, maybe young players getting a wee bit hyped with the game, and so so that's definitely something that we need to improve on when we get to that state of a game. But but over the course the the, the effort from the players and uh, and like I said, ably supported by the, the supporters who were brilliant today. Was that one slight concern, Mark? Was there a lack of game management there? That sounds like what Brendan Rodgers is is getting at. Oh, without doubt, when you, you have an extra man, you're 2-0 up and you're in control of the game, then, you know, I think it's only right that you don't force things, you keep the ball. And I think Celtic at that stage were pushing for that third goal and they were careless and allowed Rangers to regain possession and, you know, mount attacks of their own. So that frustrates them because he's a manager based on possession of the ball. So it, it should have been easy for them then. He said young players. Who, who's he meaning by that? I mean... Mikey Johnson when he comes on oh. through that oh perhaps uh, so maybe just need to learn a bit um, better try to remember the time frame how long Paulo Bernardo stayed on after that maybe he included yeah yeah maybe he came off in the 70th minute so yeah, that'll frustrate him but look if it ended 2 nothing, then he wouldn't be seeing these things it was James Tavernier's free kick with 2 minutes to go is obviously given that wee bit of frustration but I think his comments are pretty fair I think Celtic did deserve to win overall I think they were the team um, and the ascendancy for the majority of the game No doubt Rangers had chances But I think they were the better team It's a weight off uh, Brendan Rodgers' shoulders Until Tuesday I have to keep on hammering the point St Mirren are currently beating Aberdeen In Aberdeen St Mirren at home against Celtic It can be problematic Now the Celtic fans are, are Off home tonight Ecstatic at the way things have gone today Against Rangers <coughs> But Every game contains a problem and Celtic have to go and handle St Mirren or else the good mm. that was done today is destroyed overnight. So Brendan Rodgers will be a very happy, very satisfied man. He's been the first one to beat Philippe Clement since he got here. But that next game is crucial. He can't yet go into the winter break Enjoying the bragging rights for a fortnight, he has got to win in Paisley to make it count. Goal flashes with M and D Green Pharmacy. 
Goal Kenneth Vargas Hearts pull one back He slipped through It's a nice Just a past finish Game on Remember Ross County We're leading 2-0 At Tynecastle That breathes a new life Into the hosts Yeah for sure um, And the crowd will now Jump about In celebration of their team Having booed them earlier on They will now be Hoping that they In the last 20 minutes Of ma- that match Can get Not just one goal For an equaliser Two for all three points yeah, important goal uh, I watched him in the Edinburgh Derby Come off the bench He should have done better with a good chance uh, Ballooned it well over the bar But obviously got shooting boots on this afternoon Brought Hearts right back into his game Let's bring in Paul on the line Paul, how are you? I'm very well guys, how are you? Not bad, very not good. bad What are you thinking today then after that game earlier? <clears throat> well, I'm very, very pleased with the performance I was at the game today I thought it was a fantastic performance Up until about 80 minutes A um, couple of dubious refereeing decisions which probably went against Celtic's way um, made it a bit tense at the end but you know not blaming the referee we probably could have done a bit more to which, which ones went against Celtic? Well I, w- I would say the, the, the Tavernier free kick that led to the Rangers goal was certainly um, I would say dubious I, I watched the highlights but I don't think it was oh, Paul, oh, Paul 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 uh, I would love it. to back you up there but as a free kick oh, <laughs> every day of the week well, I've got a different opinion, guys. I like to go to the game in person and then I like to watch the highlights. I thought there was a couple of decisions today. I just And I, and I like to say that when my team have won because I don't want to have sewer grapes, but I did feel there was a couple of decisions today. I just I just felt um, Mr. Walsh kind of lost control slightly. But anyway, I don't want to focus on a referee because they're there just to, to keep, you know, the players on the pitch from Celtic were fantastic. Um, and I'd like to congratulate Brendan Rodgers. You know, a lot of the press and... Hugh, I heard you on there just before the break, you know, talking about Brendan and, you know, putting a lot of pressure. The, the guy, and this is to my main point, Celtic do their talking on the park. What I seem to see with Rangers and the Rangers fans is they seem to sort of talk themselves into being good. When it actually comes to delivery on the pitch, there's not much action there. You look at guys like Dessers, Lammers, Yammers, whatever his name is, a few of them didn't play David. Not at the level of a professional football player, even in the Scottish League. And I just think the golf really showed today. The class for Celtic was all there to be seen. Got a bit panic in the end, but it really was easy street. Um, and, and I think Celtic will now go into... I think words like golf and easy street is a bit exaggerated, Paul. Celtic won the game, though. They'll take anything away. Two fantastic goals, great points, scap at the top. All that stuff, they'll get credit. But a big golf, easy street, is that not a bit over the top? I, I don't. I, I think up until eighty minutes, I don't think there was any competition. There really, there was a couple of half chances that Rangers had. I, I didn't really see anything. Yeah, but the there. game went twenty minutes longer than eighty minutes today, didn't it? It did. And I, again, I, I don't know. When I, I looked at my phone, it was up to about thirteen minutes by the time we, we finished. I don't. I don't know where those numbers came. Well, from. it was Matt O'Reilly had a delay getting his nose patched up during the additional time, so it was bound to stretch beyond. Um, Paul, Hugh, what do you think? Paul, with regard to the media and Brendan. The media didn't call him a rat The Celtic fans did The media didn't call him Judas The Celtic fans did He came back to the club for a second time Under pressure which he has publicly acknowledged He said he felt it from day one And Brendan Rodgers was under pressure today I go back to my point If Rangers had played midweek and had beaten Ross County The pressure on Celtic today would have been enormous Because a Rangers win would have taken them top of the league So Brendan Rodgers is having to deal with Celtic supporters who didn't want him back at the club. He's having to deal with a transfer 
window in the summertime that was awful. And he has to have a better transfer window in January because the league is still to be won. There are two teams who can win this league and the January transfer window is going to be important. Yeah, I agree with I agree with what Hugh said there. I um, it was a big, it was a statement for Celtic because I said earlier Rangers did fancy this. Of that, there's no doubt, especially under a new manager. Is that, is that what Paul's on about in terms of that, that kind of talking and that? Yeah, bravado before, but Rangers coming out with the. Yeah, and and I, I wouldn't blame them because I think a lot of people looked at this Rangers side going into this game. Um, the Bush with Golson and Lundstrom being fit again, you know Carter Vickers being out of the the team. Um, oh, and- the goalie scored! <laughs> the goalie has scored for our both. Go on, Adam. Unbelievable! He's been brought on as a striker, uh, Ali Adams, and he's scored. Wraith Rovers two, our both one. Get uh, that man on the show next week. A great decision. But going back to the, but I don't agree. Uh, with Paul about this big golf, I, I I thought it was a good game. I thought it was exciting. Rangers had a couple of McCausland in the first half, but the difference you always have it in the back of your mind that, given that opportunity, Celtic's front three are a lot more dangerous than what Rangers are, and they can produce the goods at the right times. And uh, the the three goals were fantastic. If you take the two games in hand that Rangers have, the lead is wafer thin. If Rangers win those two games. For example, if Celtic, and I do understand I'm speaking hypothetically, Paul, if Celtic lost to St Mirren on Tuesday and Rangers won their game, the lead is five mm. points. You, 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 can't, really, you cannot say in the same breath. <laughs> Rangers really win their two games in hand and if Celtic <laughs> lose to St Mirren. I'm making a hypothetical yeah, I know, but the, the, the ifs are just too big, I think, right now because we've got one of these to crack on with. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. Aberdeen. Nil, St Mirren too Iunga at the back post There are boos There are chants of Robson Robson get to Somewhere far away from the stadium Politely if you can please Barry Sorry for being rude Oh, He's under pressure, he's under severe pressure As I say, there were only Three points above Motherwell at kick-off uh, So Motherwell Will join them and you know if Stuart Kettlewell is under pressure, so is Barry Robson well, let's give credit to Stephen sure. Robinson. You know, tough period he's going through at the minute. Started brilliantly, tough period, and to go to Petordre, even an underperforming Aberdeen, that's a good scoreline as it stands just now. But Barry's in a bit of trouble. I just wonder if the games in hand that he's got is maybe saving him? him a bit just now. You told me not to mention games. No, in no, hand. but I'm just thinking about the the. Yeah, if you're thinking Dynamic something as extreme as bidding a manager yeah. off, you, you might get you might allow someone the chance to have played the same amount. Yeah. Dave, Dave Cormack, the Aberdeen owner, has been consistent. Goal at Tyne Castle. Which way is it gone? No. Goal flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy. It is an equaliser and it is arguably the least surprising goal scorer of the day. It is Lawrence Shankland. He is on fire in front of goal. Even had time to miss a penalty the other night, but he can definitely finish. Left foot, cam finish again inside the post. Is that the third in a row with the left? Yep, I would think so. And he's just irresistible in front of goal at the moment, Hugh. He'll now go on and score the winner. It's written in the stars for him um, But to go back to Barry Robson's situation Dave Cormack, the Aberdeen owner Has been consistent He's picked one unsuccessful manager after another Since he got there 
Started with Stephen Glass Ben Jim Goodwin And Barry Robson's number three now And they are toiling They are second bottom of the league tonight mm. Mr Thank Cormac th- th- Sorry, thanks to Paul on the line um, The Dons fans are heading for the exits Already? Yeah. Yeah, and there'll be a happy. big crowd in at Pataudry Because they've got a big support They've got a massive game midweek If they, if they don't get anything out of this Which looks unlikely They've got a massive game They go to Dingwall Against Ross County and Derek Adams 17,000 so. in there today I love the crowds just now Brilliant You sure do um, but Yeah, that'll be Those who stay Will be making their feelings known Because they've only stayed to boo So... The, uh, the Dazzler's right If they don't win In Dingwall You then have a two week Three week Winter oh, break Oh Wraith What are you doing to me Oh honestly oh. This goalkeeper inspired what Comeback from our both Is amazing They were 2-0 down to Wraith They had used all their subs By half time pretty much So they chucked a goalie on up front He's scored He's causing now, havoc And now Leighton McIntosh Has scored a penalty To equalise against Wraith Who of course have been flying. I think Nate Wraith just enjoy entertainment for their fans. I wouldn't surprise it. me if Wraith scored in the ninetieth minute to win three we'll, two. We'll need to keep an eye on next week if this goalkeeper starts as an <laughs> outfield player. Uh, you would have no, made that such, <laughs> such an impression. I can tell you more about what? his goal. Go thirty yards. No, no way! <laughs> I told you, goalkeeper. That's keepers, amazing. A goalkeeper's in training. Either that or they're both Twitter accounts get a great sense of humour, and it's just said that for a laugh. But no, apparently. That's probably a screamer A 30 yard screamer he thought That's it was a, amazing He thought it was a goal kick That's Come on, so our good That's so good <laughs> uh, What we need to find out Did he win the penalty as well That would be, be great good. That would be good detail If we could find that out But um, oh, honestly Ali Adams Remember the name A quiz question answer For years to come on this show I'm sure well, we've Super had great, great football Across the country Today All up and down the leagues Plenty of goals everywhere just come on, Hugh, any drama to come? Um, I, think Shankland, I think Shankland will score the winner. Okay, I'll um, buy you biscuits if that I, happens. I can't believe that Kilmarnock are losing at home to Dundee. I thought Dundee were passive to the point of being unconscious against Celtic on Boxing Day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, but there's games I've watched Dundee... And they've, they've, and been, they've been okay. Been, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not surprised they can go down there and get a result. I really am. I don't think they ran that, that bad a, a state. And uh, Kilmarnock obviously flying high, but uh, I think the main one I think we'll all be talking about is Barry Robson at yeah. Aberdeen. Yeah, he, well done to St Martin. Fantastic the, the, so far. The winter break is a sacking period. You, you can get rid of your manager and you've got time to get a new one and bed him in before the season resumes. Aberdeen can't go on being second bottom of the table. And... Dave Cormack has a big call to make tonight mm. Unless there's some sort of comeback It doesn't look likely Remind us of your teaser please Hugh Okay so I played for my country 15 times I played alongside Scott Arfield And Timo Pukki And James Milner I've been managed by Louis Van Hal And Steve McLaren And I have won the English Championship Twice Who am I? Mary Brogan thinks it might be Graham Dorans. Sorry, Mary. Nope. I can see some of the link there, I must say, but I'll give you a clue, right, if it helps you. Mm. It is a goalkeeper. Okay, don't mind telling mm. you that. Always much. a goalie. Always a goalie, says Gordon DL, which of course isn't true, but it is on this occasion. So get your guesses over at Clyde SSB. Let's see what you can come up with and strap yourselves in in case we get any late drama. 
Around the country Of course The phone lines Have been open Since full time At Celtic Park So you can keep them coming In fact please do 0141 951 1025 Just I know It's the biggest Cliche in the book But it just feels Not like a Saturday Yeah Doesn't it It's that time of the year Where everyone's All over the place And it's hard to But this is This, this is your bread and butter Saturday afternoon here on Clyde One Super Scoreboard with lots of big games. And um I mean, I think because everyone's all out and about, you guys have got great social lives. Apparently you were spotted at the pantomime last night, Mark Wilson. <laughs> I was, I was there. I was, I was getting Peter Pan. I was getting the late night tweets. Kenny Boy says I was at the panto, I could swear Mark Wilson was in the same bit as me. No Helly Hansen jacket though, so I couldn't say for sure. <laughs> I was going. I was going to say hello, but he's gone subway loyal and left before the final song. Oh, I did. I did. No. I did leave. Shame on you. Well, I was parked right outside the front door and wanted to get away before the traffic. What about, uh, so what about the big moments where they they come and do the encore or they do well, the but take their bow. Sweet. I don't want to ruin it for anybody because I think it's on today right. or tonight no as well. Spoilers. But ah, I'd, I'd seen be, enough. Leave before. I'd then. seen enough. <laughs> See when your team's drawn and you're thinking. This isn't going to get any better <laughs> I thought Start the engine Come on kids Let's go I don't want to ruin it for him But leave 15 <laughs> minutes <laughs> Once you've seen Boy George sing uh, oh, uh, Boy George uh, is good isn't he he is good. Once you see him sing these few big hits Then that's enough yes, Up the were, road You were spotted ah, The panel mm. had, a Famous name. singer was yeah. there as well Sitting front row Who? Scotland's finest Lewis Capaldi oh. Yep He went to the toilet Hold on a minute whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on a minute Lewis Capaldi was there And I'm getting tweets to say That you were there As if that's more interesting Listen I know I know But anyway I was sitting in a wee cordoned off bit So nobody could get to me uh, Lewis oh, Unfortunately was wasn't he And was, <laughs> <listen to laughs> <this>. was mobbed <laughs> By thousands of people All looking for his photo I felt sorry for him oh. he, I think he held up the start of the No honestly The, show, right, the second I, half I don't really know the The ins and outs of how Permissible this is right So don't it might be like one of Gordon DL's magic TVs. Have a look at the goal from the Arbroath goalie. Ah, oh, come on. Absolutely scandalous how good that is. He's not even looked at the goal. Oh, oh what a strike! <laughs> well, and it, you know, he looks like a goalie <laughs> as well, doesn't he? Look at the size of him. Nah, he's not a goalie. That what is. a hit. Sorry, he's... Mr. Doncaster, if you're listening, someone sent me a video, but whatever. Um, Brilliant He's, he's oh, a centre forward That's a great making. move From, from Jim McIntyre <sighs> Late drama But oh. where Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Kelly One Dundee oh. one A Joe right header But Dundee Are claiming A foul on Trevor Carson VAR will have to take a look So don't get carried Away Carson punched the corner Under pressure How much pressure Was it unfair pressure We'll find out Trevor Carson is due a break because he's had a horrible week. He was goal given. He was he's hopeless. He's not getting his break. He was hopeless against Celtic on Boxing Day, uh, and that's a a late blow for Tony Doherty. Good for Kilmarnock. They're one of the few teams who will take something out of the day. Uh, Aberdeen remains the story. Two 0 down to St Mirren. The finish to that game will be stormy. Could be late drama at Kilmarnock here. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a yeah. bit of a sickener if you're, you've you led 1-0 all that time away from home, especially after your, 
your performance against Celtic um, keeps the two old pals happy though yeah and Tony Dalton oh, have a good off. new year oh, come on. we're all happy of the spoils. they'll probably be each other's house bring the bells in <laughs> Dundee hit, post stri- hit the post straight away from kick off as well it was Owen Beck he's one of, he's one of the favourites on this show isn't he yeah, we, we always talk like up Owen Beck he is good and he's, um, he was the one shining light for Dundee against Celtic he's hit the post the rest not, were rubbish. not hanging about in that Edinburgh City Hamilton game are nah, they nah, that kick off early or they just went up no, the road to refs, you know. Listen, is it all? Is this just normal? You're just confused because in Seen the post the in the post VAR era, it is after quarter to five. Yeah. Normal yeah. games would be finished by now. You try point. getting out of Meadow Bank at quarter to five on a Saturday. Of course, if we're Meadow Bank now, yeah, that's where you raced Alan, Alan Wells, Wells yeah, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh, that famous day that was. Right, Hugh Evans, let's do this. Okay, the second half teaser with the Scottish slash football for the best football news and opinion online. I've been capped by my country 15 times. I am Dutch. I have played alongside Scott Arfield at Falkirk when I was on loan there. I have played with Timu Puki at Norwich and with James Milner at Newcastle. I was managed by Louis Van Hal for the Netherlands and Steve McLaren at Newcastle. I Steve McLaren's kind of Dutch anyway, isn't he? Yeah, is she, speaks is, the language. Is she uh, uh, the players? Uh, and who was that? Was that Sean Connery? Doing <laughs> <that>? <laughs> he was taking a funny turn. And, uh, and I won the championship twice with good old Delia Smith Norwich. I am, of course, Tim Cruel. Tim Cruel, Gordon DL got Difficult. it. So did lots of you on Twitter. So well done to you. But the winners look like this: Ross McLean was in third place, Derek FM in second, and the winner was Kerry. Armstrong, well done to you all. Winners on the second half teaser, Tim Krull. There we go. Good one for you, that. Next week's question I was a sub goalie who came <laughs> on outfield and scored a screamer for. See, that, that is the thing, because we've not heard of Tim Krull for how many years, but have yet to ask Gordon Dale that. You want to get the guy's name? The goalkeeper? Aye. That's no, a great point. I wouldn't get his name then now. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So how does how's your brain work in those I, levels? I, I, I he's not in my jigsaw, mate. So I, I couldn't tell you that goalkeeper's name now. Number thirty seven. Here you go. What was your mind boggling analogy earlier on? No, don't let's let's not revisit that. <laughs> it, it, it was something about Christmas dinner. And it did not it was not worth repeating. <laughs> it's true. Anyway, I don't know if we're getting late drama anywhere, Hugh. Well, I think Ross County will be disappointed, but if you said to them at three o'clock, would you take a point against an informed heart? For well, sure. There's a yeah. couple of goals in a couple of the games. You know, there's five minutes at Pitodri, but they're 2 0 down, so yeah, it's probably no too much. Five minutes at Fir Park, but again, Motherwell have a two goal lead there. Is there a winner, Tynecastle? Is there a winner at Rugby Park? Those would have to be your main questions, surely. What's your. Yeah. What's your What's the world's worst crystal ball telling you, Hugh Keevans? Uh, tell me that we're all done everywhere. I think there'll be a go at Rugby Park. It's not like you. Have you given up the Shanklin one then, Hugh? Yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. you left it too late. Yeah, you, you went too early. I mean, Hugh's yeah. crystal ball's a bit cloudy. Yeah. At four minutes added at Kilmarnock. I met the company lawyer yesterday and I showed him the Nokia. And he said, I always assumed you were just joking about <laughs> that. Who says that? Even that, that's too weird even for us to, to make up. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think her sense of humour is to, as sophisticated. I have to stress that I did not meet the company lawyer for legal reasons. Mm. He was coming out of Asda as I was going in. Ah, well, first for everything. Um, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Late drama. There are two VAR penalty checks. Told you. In those games that we mentioned are the ones that have got the bigger margin. So a VAR check for a Livy penalty. So it's from a and St Mirren oh, it's, it's the other way St Mirren have got another penalty Whoa. St Mirren might be about to win this 3-0 Mark O'Hara scored a goal missed a penalty then went off injured so he can't take it someone else will and we wait to see what Livy can come up with if they're given their penalty as well I'll tell you what it could be nervy finish at Fir Park that one mm, but I think too little too late I think for Olivia it will be nervy but Motherwell I think will get the job done and well, for Aberdeen five added on. well you know the way things work Mark Greg Kilty steps up for St Mirren to make it 3-0 Goal Flashes with M&D Green Pharmacy and everybody knows unofficially 3-0 so much worse than 2 correct <laughs> I don't yeah. know what I mean by that and also right at the death like that it, because it, it just stimulates the crowd to give the manager yep. an even harder time of it Barry Robson tonight is under severe pressure their second bottom of the league along with Motherwell if Stuart Kettlewell is under pressure and it has been alleviated tonight by winning at home then Barry Robson, who, with the greatest respect to the Steelmen, Aberdeen is a bigger club than Motherwell, and he is under severe pressure. More chance of Robson. Robson, please take your leave. Ringing out around Pitodri. Uh, no penalty for Livy. It took a couple of minutes to decide whether there was quite a few different pieces of the incident to pour over. Um, it has not been given, so it looks like Motherwell will hang on there. Well, that'll be a huge relief for Stuart Kettlewell. Yeah. It stops all the questions about when you're getting your next win. And it was a win that he needed today. So he'll be looking upwards and can they replicate it in their next game? Which is a big one on Tuesday. Hugh's right. Big games for everybody on Tuesday, you know, following yeah. up before the winter break. Huge. Just wait till Brendan Rodgers wakes up tomorrow, checks the back page of the papers and finds that they are both keeper. Is on the back page the Celtics, <laughs> Celtics winning the derby Has had to be pushed back A couple of pages Maybe not quite But there's clearly something um, Oh One of you called it One of you called it Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Kilmarnock 2 Dundee oh. 1 It looks like a late winner From Rory McKenzie <laughs> Experienced campaigner Seen it all at Kilmarnock Doesn't score loads and it is a ball in from Gary Mackay Stephen. Remember, he's oh, there on a short term right. deal. It wasn't cleared. Broke to Rory McKenzie. Mayhem, says Roger Hannah. Looks like Kelly have won it. What a time Derek McInnes is having just now. What a Brilliant. season Kilmarnock are having, home and away. They couldn't win away from home last season, but they've pieced it together, both home and away form. And what a way to win. And the 93rd minute when you've been trailing for so long, great result. I know it's a random observation to make. However, Kilmarnock are now 19 points above Aberdeen 19? I mean how, What is going on? Yeah, well done Mark You did call it Full time starting to go Queen's Park 1 Airdrie oh. 2 Queen's Park not having a good time of it Elgin 2 Peterhead 1 That'll probably be too little too late 94th minute And I'm sort of poised to try and I don't, I don't often manufacture these things The guys just come in in whatever order 
the game's finished But it would be nice to go to Pataudry Right on Third part's been quiet I thought we'd able to get more out of uh, Fraser I take that back They're not 19 They're 14 But that's bad enough 14 points above Aberdeen Kilmarnock I mean that I think Barry Robson's not long for the job mm, We will see We will see what type of reception Will greet that full time whistle The phone lines have been open Since about 2 o'clock uh, so you, Or about half past 2 You can keep your calls coming 01419511025 Then we'll kind of go wall to wall calls um, Between now and 6 o'clock That's what we tend to do there um, Where are we? There is full time at Fir Park Let's just Quickly check We'll see if we get a full time At Pataudry soon I think I would like to go there Just to see if I can catch those Angry reactions I'm sure Fraser Wisher Won't mind Oh Would you listen to this Goal flashes With M&D Green Pharmacy Come on, look two Dundee oh, two and it's Joe Shaughnessy. <laughs> the keeper got caught under a corner. He ran to the front post. He left space for Shaughnessy. It's a bullet header, and it looks like it will be back to a share of the spoils between old pals Tony Doherty and Derek McKinnis. Sorry, the keeper came up for the corner, caused a bit of drama there. What an incredible end! To Unprofessional. The Unprofessional uh, i just seen you Rubbing things out there oh, That's no 14 points now <laughs> They don't lose a, a Lose a really late goal Against Motherwell as I think they've done it A couple of yeah. times Dundee oh, I know that Tony Doherty Will be very frustrated uh, Full time Aberdeen Dave Yeah full time Aberdeen nil. St Mirren 3 Aberdeen actually started This one well Dominating the ball But they didn't Test Zach Hemming At all And it was St Mirren Who took a 12th minute lead Mikael Mandron With the turn and shot Which was blocked And Mark O'Hara Pounced to fire The loose ball home The Saints skipper Blew a golden chance To double their advantage When his team was awarded A penalty Following a VAR review Handball by Richard Jensen Was the verdict but O'Hara fired his spot kick wide there were grumbles from the home fans which as you'll hear in a couple of moments got far far worse but the Dons went close with Bojan Miofsky who volleyed just past the post and Leighton Clarkson's volley was palmed away by Zach Hemming and the ref waved away loud penalty claims when James McGarry went down under Marcus Fraser's challenge a big test of character awaited Aberdeen in the second half and they saw plenty of the ball James McGarry cut inside and unleashed a fierce drive that was beaten away well by Zach Hemming and Dante Pulvara's header from Stefan Gartenman's cross wasn't far away but that was about it Saints scored a fine second goal on the counter-attack great cross in from Tanzel from the left-hand side and Jonah Ayunga converted gleefully at the back post that after 78 minutes and then in added time to rub salt into the wound Stefan Gartenman's tackle on it to Yossi Olusanya saw a penalty awarded after a VAR review. Greg Kilty lashed the spot kick high into the net. As you can hear in the background, a uh, furious reaction from uh, the Aberdeen fans in a crowd of just over 17,000. 17.029 was the uh, official attendance. Uh, large amounts of the Don's support walking out uh, long before kickoff and more chance for uh, Barry Robson to go. So, what now for Aberdeen and what more for Barry Robson? Because the pressure must be well and truly on him now. Aberdeen nil, submitting three. Incredible result that What about Fur Park Fraser Wishart 
Motherwell 3, Livingston 1. The Motherwell supporters absolutely delighted, not only with the three points, but the fact that the rain, which has been constantly coming down for the last four hours, has gone off as well for their walk home. So good day all round for the Motherwell fans. All the action was in the first half. Motherwell excellent, deserved their half-time lead. Teal Bear was the main man with two goals and assist for Blair Spittle. Scott Pittman gave Olivia some hope with an excellent finish. Second half not so good, but Motherwell didn't look in any danger of losing a goal. Motherwell had a few chances before they took the lead in 14 minutes. Teal Bear twisted in the box. He thought the chance was maybe gone, but Blair Spittle ran onto the loose ball to poke the ball home from 12 yards. Good finish by the midfield player. Spittle then turned provider in 19 minutes. It was 2-0. Lovely ball over the top. Set Bear clean through. As the ball bounced, Bear beat Samal George to the ball and lifted the ball over the goalkeeper into the empty net. Livy's first effort and goal was their only goal of the game. They pulled one back. Christian Montaro chipped a lovely neat pass over the middle of the fence and Scott Pittman let the ball drop over his shoulder and hooked a volley high into the net. Really good finish by the midfield player. Motherwell scored, restored their two-goal lead in 35 minutes. A solo goal by Teal Bear. He ran onto a ball in the inside right position. He had no support, so he'd only one option, go on his own. He chopped back inside and then waited for Jamal George and just dinked the ball over the goalkeeper from a narrow angle. Five minutes into the second half, Livy almost got their second. Bruce Anderson shrugged off sub Mugabe's challenge and his shot hit the post from a, a near angle. But Mother's Temple in the first half had dropped. Livy had their best spell of the game. Shaw took a knock, replaced by Slattery. Stuart Ketterwell tried to get his team on the ball in the middle of the park. And Captain Michael Devlin should have scored on the hour. Really powerful header at the back post from a Brandon free kick. It was inches wide. Keeper was beaten, but the big skipper will know he probably should have scored. Mother had to be careful towards the end, protecting the lead, dropping a bit deep as Livingston grew in confidence, but they couldn't create that chance. Some pressure, balls into Motherwell box, but good defending by the third park men, and Motherwell saw the game out comfortably. A real blow for Livy. Started the day five points adrift, they are now, sorry, four points adrift, but now six points adrift at the bottom. But for Motherwell, really great relief. Their long, long run with no win has come to an end, and they're up to eighth in the table. Full time at Fur Park, Motherwell three, Livingston one. Full time at Rugby Park, Roger Hanna. Full time, Kilmarnock 2, Dundee 2, a share of the spoils between old pals Derek McInnes and Tony Doherty. But what an incredible finish here at Rugby Park. Dundee led 1 0 with just five minutes left. Kilmarnock equalised and then took the lead. Three minutes into added time, only for Dundee to level five minutes into stoppage time with our goalkeeper Trevor Carson in the Kilmarnock box. It was an incredible finale after a very dour start. Kelly threatened after four minutes. Kel Vassell, the skipper, having a shot saved by Carson. But indeed, were by far the better team in the first half. And they took a deserved lead in 35 minutes. A lovely solo goal by Luke Cowan, working the ball onto his left foot on the edge of the box and curling a shot past Kilmarnock keeper Will Dennis from the edge of the box. Ryan Howley and Scott Tiffany both had sniffs to make it 2-0 before the break and Kelly's woes continued as Brad Lyons limped off to be replaced by Mackenzie. Another change by a clearly dissatisfied Derek McInnes at half-time. Robbie Dees off, Liam Polworth on and Kelly were much improved after the break. Matty Kennedy and Kyle Vassell both went close and they got an equaliser in 85 minutes. A corner in from the right, Carson came out and punched it. He thought he had been fouled, the ball spun up in the air and there was Joe Wright to head it over the line to bring Kelly level. Straight from the kickoff, Owen Beck cracked the woodwork for Dundee as they pushed forward. Four minutes added on by the fourth official at that stage and in the third of the four minutes, Kelly took the lead. Substitute Gary McKay, Stephen down the right, he fed the ball into the box. Vassell just couldn't quite reach it, but it fell to McKenzie who spun and finished low past Carson. At that stage, the home side looked set for the first time since he came back up 18 months ago for three consecutive victories.
victories, but they were denied two minutes later. A corner in the left, and D. Boss Doherty sent up goalkeeper Carson. He was at the near post, big delivered from the left, and there was a skipper, Joe Shaughnessy, beyond Carson to bullet home a header from the edge of the six-yard box. A deserved point for the visitors. What a finale. Kilmarnock 2, Dundee 2. And finally, Tyne Castle, Gabriel. Yeah, full-time Gordon Hearts 2, Ross County 2, and what a second half we had here in the capital. The visitors thought they had all three points wrapped up after taking a two-goal lead, but a Lawrence Shankland-inspired comeback ensured that the honours ended even. Now, the crowd here booed Hearts off at the interval after a sloppy first half where they didn't create enough, and they were caught sleeping early on. Uh, ben Purrington from County headed the ball into the net within 60 seconds. It took two minutes for the referee to work out it was offside in the build-up. When Hearts eventually did wake up, they had a few half chances but it was Simon Murray from the Staggies who had the best opportunity in the first 45 minutes after a defensive lapse from Clay Halkett Murray was one-on-one -on -one with the keeper he had to smash the ball into the net but a tame outside of the boot shot meant Xander Clark was able to make a save Eventually, County did take the lead early on in the second half. Murray involved again. He put a great ball in from the right flank. Josh Sims and Alex Cochran combined to slide the ball in to the back of the net. Huge moment came just a few minutes later. A substitute, Alan Forrest, had a brilliant one-two with Shanklin at the edge of the box. He had a shot. He had a sh shooting opportunity. He could have scored, would have likely scored, but he decided to round the keeper. He went down on the challenge. The referee deemed it a dive. Forrest was incensed, but he was also booked. Then came the outstanding moment of the match. Mark Wilson's favourite, Jan Danda. An unbelievable hit from a 25-yard free kick. The ball right into the top right-hand corner. It looked like Canty were heading up the road with a famous win, but no. Substitute Kenneth Vargas was slipped through, and he calmly slotted the ball past Ross Laidlaw to make it game on with about 15 minutes to play. And then once again... Captain Fantastic. Lawrence Shanklin showed why he is so sought after and is the leader of this team. Callan Neuenhoff rolled the ball to him and he just slotted it inside the post with his left foot. That was that, Gordon. Booze at full time as well from several of the home supporters, but there's no denying it was a great game here, especially in that second half. It may have even impressed Derek Adams. Full time at Tunkart, Tynecastle. Hearts 2. Ross County 2 What a day of Scottish Premiership action It's 01419511025 Let's look back on it all Celtic fans, Rangers fans How was your game to get us up and running After that, Aberdeen fans Is it time to start wondering About the future of some of those involved Motherwell fans, how important was that win St Mirren, are you back on track All the questions, but you need to provide the answers next please <laughs> 